0: Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. A New Beginning Masterpiece Part 2 by Baines Chapter 04 I woke up the next morning to several texts. The twins Madison and Julie were continuing their competition, each texting me thanks for the previous night and asking when I'd be available again. Those could wait. The next message was from Dana, the first woman I'd used the Master PC program on. I broke up with Brad, she said, referring to the boyfriend I had forced to pay me for the pleasure of watching as I took his girlfriend's ass. Would love to see you again. Call me. I smiled. The twins were good-looking, but Dana was gorgeous. I could feel myself getting hard just thinking about her, but my attention was pulled away by the next message. I sat up straight in bed when I saw the name, Sarah. My ex. She had dumped me with no explanation three years ago, around the time my best friend moved away, and my invention my life's work was stolen out from under me. I hadn't put the pieces together at the time, but her recent online post had made it all click. I could still see the post my ex, Sarah, a new wedding ring on her hand, with my old best friend's arms around her. The two of them were standing in front of an enormous mansion bought with the tens of billions that came from my invention, no doubt. Over the last while, I had been slowly adding more and more commands to Sarah and her husband Steve. They had suddenly developed extreme cuckling fetishes and started finding the idea of having sex with each other repulsive. I made it so Sarah was unable to come unless she was remembering times she was blowing me, and I had cranked up her libido. Finally, it seemed it was getting to her. I opened the text. Hey, it read. It's been a while, how have you been? Another one from an hour or so later. I'd like to reconnect. Call me? I walked to my computer and booted up the Master PC program. I was about to load Sarah's profile but thought better of it. Let her stew for a while, I thought. Instead, I typed in Dana's name again. I could feel my dick expanding as I remembered my last encounter with her. She and her boyfriend, Brad, had been attending a barbecue outside my apartment when she caught my eye. I had told her to come up and seduce me, and the night had ended with us role-playing, rape, as I took her ass, her boyfriend sitting in a corner, Doing his best to watch the action on a small handheld mirror. He'd paid me $1,000 for the honor. I couldn't believe how lucky I had gotten Dana seemed perfect. Besides just being unreasonably good looking, she was a fun partner. She had suggested the playacting, rape, to me, pretending to struggle as I'd forced my way into her ass. After seeing what I was doing, she had joined in on humiliating Brad. I hadn't made her do either of those, she was just a great partner, and had done them on her own. Picking up my phone, I texted her back. I had a good time to meet for lunch. She must have been waiting by her phone, because she replied before I had set my phone down. We set a meeting at a pizza place just a few blocks away. I scrolled through her profile for the next few hours, looking through all the menus and options, thinking if there were any modifications I wanted to make. After thinking it over for quite a while, I realized I couldn't think of anything that I wanted to change. I had given her the initial dictate of thinking we had been dating for a while, and she wanted to seduce me, but I hadn't felt the need to change any of her characteristics. When I arrived at the restaurant, Dana was already sitting outside. She was dressed in a blue, knee length sundress. The top was cut just deep enough to remind me her breasts were spectacular, but not cause a scandal. She smiled as I arrived, her lips looked wet with lip gloss, making me remember how they'd felt stretched around my hard shaft. Hey, it's good to see you, I said, sitting down. Your last time was something else. I nodded, it had certainly been an intense night. After the waiter came and took our orders, she leaned forward over the table, grabbing my hand in hers. I'm glad you called back, I was starting to worry I wasn't going to hear from you again. You think I'd do that? I chuckled. Just play rape a girl's ass while her boyfriend watches, and then never call her again? Dana blushed and looked down. I broke up with Brad, by the way. He just wasn't enough. I kept silent, letting her make her pitch. I talked with my friend Charlotte, she told me you called, and the two of you, shall we say, had some fun? I nodded. Dana seemed a little hurt. To be honest, I wasn't happy to hear that. I know we've been dating a while, but we weren't exclusive or anything. But, realizing how much it bothered me to hear about you giving Charlotte the night of her life made me realize I wanted more. I dumped Brad he was the only other person I was seeing. And, and I want us to be together. I want to be your girlfriend. I nearly choked on my drink. This was quite a surprise. She sensed my hesitation. I know, it's kind of abrupt, but I'm sure you wouldn't regret it. She said with a wink. I raised an eyebrow and asked playfully. Oh, what makes you think I'd want to be your boyfriend? Well, for starters, I think you liked it when I pretended you were forcing me. We could do that whenever you wanted. I smiled, inviting her to continue. You could grab me while I was walking home and pull me into an alley, push me to my knees, and make me suck your cock, sir. She ran her tongue across her lips, knowing I was staring. My cock was getting hard under the table. Or you could call me into your office and explain how I was failing your class, and I would do just anything to earn some extra credit. She giggled, noticing the effect her words were having on me. I was getting painfully hard, imagining the scenarios she was describing, the benefits of being her boyfriend. Check, please? She asked the waiter, then turned back to me. I think maybe we'd better continue talking back at your place, no? The waiter looked at us, puzzled. Did you not want to wait for your food? He asked. Keep it, I said. Dana and I left the restaurant, our food the last thing on our minds. I put my arm around her waist as we walked a few blocks back to my place. Are you saying those things can happen if I don't agree to be your boyfriend? I asked. She frowned. Well, I suppose maybe they could. But... There would certainly be a more frequent occurrence. I always heard the way to keep a man happy was to keep his stomach full and his balls empty. I'm not much of a cook, so if I want to keep a man happy, I work doubly hard at the other thing. She reached across and grabbed my hard shaft through my pants. My God! she exclaimed. I'd forgotten how big you were. I considered the options as I unlocked my door and let her into my apartment. What about Charlotte? or anyone else I might want to see to how did you phrase it? Have some fun? Dana grabbed my shirt collar with both hands and pushed me against the wall, then covered my mouth with hers. She was a sexy combination of sexily submissive and aggressive. I put my hands on her hips, then slid them up her body until I was cupping her delicious, melon-sized breasts. She broke the kiss, reached between us, and started stroking me up and down through my pants. If you want Charlotte, maybe we can arrange to have her again, when I'm there. I looked at her in surprise. Would you like that, sir? Would you like to fuck me and Charlotte together? Make us suck each other's juices off your cock? Do you want me to eat her out while you fuck me from behind? Would you like that? I asked, pulling the straps of her sundress off her shoulders. It dropped to the ground, leaving her standing in a matching set of simple black silk underwear. You want me to bring you another woman to play with? You want me to come in her cunt and then push your nose into it, making you lick my jizz from her wet, freshly fucked pussy? Dana moaned loudly. Oh, God, yes. Yes, sir. I want to share another slut with my boyfriend. We stumbled our way to the bedroom, losing my pants in the process. I was about to leave them behind when I had an idea and pulled my phone from the pocket. Dana had sprawled across the bed on her side. I held my phone up and raised my eyebrows, wordlessly asking permission. After she nodded, I took a photo of her and sent it to Madison and Julie. I wasn't sure where that would lead exactly, but it sounded like somewhere fun. Dana grabbed me and pulled me onto the bed, wrapping her long, athletic legs around my waist. I could feel the heat from her core on my hard dick. If you were my man, she said, kissing me between each word. I'd make sure to keep you happy and if that meant sharing you occasionally with some whore for the night, so be it. Just so long as it was with me. My phone vibrated. I pulled away from Dana, but she kept up her relentless attack. She started kissing down my chest as I checked the text, leaving a trail of wet, open-mouthed kisses. It was a message from Madison. Wow, nice. Need company? Winky face. Then I noticed I had a new voice message from Sarah. I listened to the first few seconds, then put it on speaker so Dana could hear too. Hey, I've been thinking about some old times. Sarah's voice came out of the speaker. There's no really polite way of saying this, so I'm just going to say it I really miss sucking your cock. Dana looked up at me, slowly working my underwear down my legs until my dick plopped out, nearly hitting her in the face. If I were there with you now... I'd be on my knees for you, said Sarah. I'd get on my knees and kiss the tip of your hard dick a big, wet, open mouth kiss. I want to make out with your dick. I want to worship it. As Sarah spoke, I lay back on the pillows, letting Dana take care of the action. Her large breasts swung below her. As she put Sarah's voice to action, she kissed the head of my cock in a wet kiss, searching for precum. I'd slowly slide my lips down your length taking my time to taste every inch. God, your dick was always so delicious! Sarah's message continued, and Dana moaned in agreement. When I finally reached as far down as I could, I'd look up at you, asking for help. I know you love the way my throat feels on your dick, but you were always too big for me to do it alone. So you'd have to help me. Dana had reached the bottom of my shaft by now and looked up at me. She wiggled her tongue from side to side, running it up and down my entire length. I leaned back in pleasure and moaned out loud as she grabbed both my hands and placed them on the back of her head. Sarah's message continued. Would you do that for me? Would you help me take your cock all the way, past my mouth, into my throat? You might have to force it in. On the phone, Sarah moaned. She sounded like she was playing with herself as she recorded the message to me. Dana looked at me, my dick at the back of her mouth, and nodded I flexed my arms and started pulling her head the rest of the way down my length, forcing my way into her throat. I might gag, or cough, or my eyes might start watering but I don't want you to stop. Don't stop, baby! Hold me down on your dick, make me take it. I want you to use me to jerk off. Just fuck my mouth like you hate me. I pulled Dana's head up giving her a moment to breathe, then pulled it down again. Up and down. Up and down. She took it without complaint, letting me push my way into her esophagus again and again. But even that might not be enough for you, huh baby? You might want more, and if I were there, I'd give it to you anything you wanted. Would you fuck my mouth? Make me hang my head off the edge of the bed and really fuck my throat like a pussy? Dana was already moving before Sarah had finished her sentence. She pulled her head off my groin and flopped on her back, and started maneuvering to get her head off the side of the bed. I reached out and put my right hand between her legs. Her pussy was hot to the touch, even through the underwear. I roughly manhandled her over, until her long blonde locks were hanging off the edge of the bed. Lining my cock up with her throat, I roughly inserted it to the base in one thrust. My balls flopped on her face and her throat visibly bulged at the intrusion. Oh, fuck that's good, I said. That feels so good, Dana. I reached forward and grabbed the waist of her underwear and pulled it off of her, leaving her wet, shaved pussy on display. Sarah continued on my phone. Fuck, I just want to please your cock. I want you to use my mouth any way you want to. Fuck it. Fuck my mouth, please. I was following her instructions, thrusting my dick in and out of Dana's mouth. Her throat bulged and squelched every time I bottomed out. As I did, I placed the palm of my hand against her clit and pushed two fingers into her. You don't have to make it good for me, you can just take what you need. Don't worry about bruising my nose or whether I can breathe. Just make me take it like you hate me. I could hear Sarah's breath becoming more ragged on the phone she was close to coming herself. Your dick deserves it. Dana moaned in agreement, so I wasn't worried about her. Spit was beginning to be pulled from her throat as I withdrew, and it was starting to drip down her face as I fucked her upside-down mouth. I picked up my phone and snapped another obscene picture, sending it to Madison with no caption. I pushed my fingers deeper into Dana and began curling around her G-spot. And when you come, baby? When you have had enough of my throat and you're ready to come for me? You can come anywhere you want to, Sarah was saying. She was getting more heated. Dana moaned in agreement again. You can keep fucking my throat and just hold it all the way down shoot your load straight into my stomach. Or you can mostly pull out and make me taste it. Would you like that? Come in my mouth and make me swallow it down like a good old cock o sucking o slut I rammed my dick all the way down and rubbed Dana's throat massaging my dick through her gullet. Oh, fuck, Dana. You're gonna make me cum. M-M-M-H-M-M-M. Dana moaned loudly in agreement. I curled my fingers around her G-spot again and again, making her hips writhe. Or if you want, you can pull out and cover my face. If you want to paint my face with your cum, I'll take it. Baby, I just want to blow you any way you want. Sarah's last word turned into a scream as she came over the phone message. I held Dana in place by the pussy again as I ran my dick into her throat one last time. She tried to work her tongue around my invading shaft as best she could, sending me over the edge. My cock pumped straight into her stomach. Her hips bucked and covered my hand in juices as she came as well. Sarah's message ended as I withdrew my dick from Dana's face. She took a moment to cough, then used a nearby t-shirt to wipe her face. We spent a few moments on the bed panting, catching our breath, and smiling at each other. Fuck, that was intense, she said. Mind if I ask who that was? Dana, you were amazing. That was Cloud Nine, I said, drawing a smile from her. That was an ex, who I'd been trying to reconnect with. Dana's face fell. Oh, so, so that's why you don't want to dash. No, no, I do. I kissed her again. I would love to be your boyfriend. It's just that things are a little complicated right now. She smiled warily, waiting for me to explain. I looked at her for a moment, then explained the whole thing with Sarah. Her and Steve, my invention. I left out the part about Master PC, of course. Dana looked at me. So, you want to give revenge on this ex of yours? I nodded. Do you have a plan for doing that? Remember how I made Brad pay me for the honor of watching me fuck you? Something very similar. She lowered a hand to her groin and started gently rubbing, getting turned on again at the memory. Was that when you held me down and made me take you in the ass? She asked, obviously already knowing the answer. I leaned forward and kissed the exposed part of one breast where it poked above her brow. Indeed it was. When I begged you not to, and I tried to fight you off. But you were so strong you overpowered me until you could slide your huge dick all the way up my tight little ass? The very same. And you want to do that to your ex and her new husband? And you think you can't be my boyfriend until then? I continued feasting on her exposed breasts. It feels like it wouldn't really be fair, right? If I'm planning to fuck my ex again to make her and her husband pay, we wouldn't really be exclusive. Dana pulled her tits away from me as she sat up then straddled me, a knee on either side of my hips. She leaned forward until we were nose to nose, surrounded by the locks of her hair. I said I was okay with sharing you occasionally. She began carefully. If you want to punish this woman for what she did to you, that's okay with me just bring me along. I reached between us, finding my cock and running it along her folds until I found her entrance. She let out a deep exhale as I pushed the first few inches into her. Sounds like we are officially an item, then, I said. She smiled. She sat up, driving another inch or two of my cock into her as she reached behind her to undo her bra, setting her perfect tits free. Then, as your new girlfriend, I think I would like to make an official request. I sat up, wrapping my arms around her waist. I found her nipple with my mouth and began to gently suck as we rocked back and forth, "'slowly working her down until I was fully inside of her. "'What is it?' I asked. "'Dana smiled and leaned forward to whisper in my ear. "'Fuck me.' "'I gently rolled her over on her back. "'Dana crossed her ankles in the small of my back, "'her muscular thighs flexing around my waist. "'We kissed for a moment, then I found her hands "'and brought them both up above her head, "'where I held both her wrists down in one hand.' Slowly, teasingly, I pulled my cock from her body and slid it back in. Dana writhed in frustration, and I did it again, teasing her. Say it again. I whispered after several slow thrusts. As your new girlfriend, I have an official request fuck me. I started thrusting faster, pumping my hips into hers. Say it again. I ordered. As UNF. As your new girlfriend, I need you to fuck me. I let go of her wrists and sat up, feeling her thighs with my hands as I pushed them over my shoulders. I folded her up like a pretzel and started fucking her as hard as I could. Oh my god, fuck oh my god, she started moaning. She brought a finger to her mouth and started biting the knuckle. Say it again. I need you to fuck me. Shit. I'm your girlfriend and I need you to fuck me. Dana cried out. What do you want me to fuck you? I asked. I reached between her folded legs and started pinching her nipples. Oh god, anywhere, everywhere. Just fuck me. fucking, fuck, fuck me. Dana cried out as she came. Her begging trailed off and became wordless as she threw her hands over her head and gripped the sheets. I kept pounding her through it, pulling my cock out and shoving it back in her again and again. Can I fuck your mouth? Dana just nodded, still unable to speak. Her head was turned to the side, but her eyes were closed tightly. Can I fuck this pussy? This wet cunt? She unballed one fist and reached between us to play with her clit. Her fingers briefly brushed over my invading shaft. I could feel I was on the edge, about to go over. Can I take this pussy? I asked again. Yes, yes, sir. You can have my pussy whenever you need it. Just fuck me when I need it. The fast, rhythmic slapping sound echoing around my apartment got even faster. We could both tell I was moments from coming in her. What about Dash? My ass? Dana asked. It's yours. I'm your girlfriend and it's your ass to fuck. Just tell me when you want it and I'll give it to you, sir. A good girlfriend should let her man take her ass. Say it again, I demanded. I'm your girlfriend and I need you to fuck me. Fuck my ass, fuck me! Dana screamed. She reached up and ran her hands across my chest. I arched and buried my cock to the hilt against her. My cock pulsed, shooting my cum deep into Dana's pussy. Yes, come in me! Give it to me! urged Dana. She could feel my dick twitching inside of her. Her hands gripped my chest, feeling my muscles tense as I came. After a moment, I let myself collapse on top of her. I kissed the side of her neck, and she ran her hands across my back. I think I'm starting to understand the difference between having sex and fucking. Dana said a call back to the first time she came to my apartment. We looked at each other, each trying to keep a stone face, before smiles spread across our faces, and then our laughter filled the room. Chapter 05 I woke up alone the next morning. I was briefly startled and looked around for Dana. My new girlfriend, but found a text from her saying she'd left early for work and didn't want to wake me. I had several other messages. Madison and Julie, the cheerleader twins, had both responded to the nearly nude picture of Dana I had sent. I want to lick your cum off her tits, said Madison. Julie, always more reserved than her sister, replied with, Wow, she's hot. I want to see you again. And finally, another update from my ex Sarah. Thanks to my master PC program, she could only come when imagining giving me head, and last night she had left a long, explicit voice message detailing doing exactly that. I'm so sorry about that message, please don't listen to it if you haven't already. But I would love to see you again and catch up. Message me. Yeah, I thought, if I were calling exes and leaving them vivid voicemails about how much I wanted to suck them off, just days after posting about my perfect marriage. I'd probably want to keep it quiet too. After making a cup of coffee, I sat down at my computer and brought up the Master PC program. I had made some mistakes, but I felt I was getting the hang of it. At some point I'd have to make an update so I could enter. That woman over there. Or something like that in the search field, but for now I needed a full name. As I thought about it, It came to me that the odds of all the women I'd set my sights on being bisexual seemed pretty astronomically low. Curious, I typed in Madison's name and browsed her profile. There it was there was a sliding scale from Herrero to homosexuality, and her setting was fully pushed to Herrero. She wasn't actually interested in doing anything with Dana. She was telling me what she thought I'd want to hear. Well, she was right but it was better if it was real. I pushed her setting into the exact middle, so she'd find all genders equally attractive. Oh, and what was this? An alert had popped up, letting me know she was on her way to a date. That wouldn't do. I went to her general input and started typing. Call your date and cancel. Go home and masturbate, replaying your night with me, and thinking about licking my cum off Dana's tits. You know no one else can satisfy you you don't want to date anyone else. I gave Julie similar changes and instructions, and then searched for Dana. God, this woman was perfect she seemed to be serious about being okay with sharing me, not just saying it, her sexuality settings were already in the middle. Her jealousy settings were high, but included an exception if she was with her partner, and her desire for new sexual experiences was through the roof. This woman might have only fucked twice before we met but it clearly wasn't due to a lack of imagination or desire, she was just waiting for the right person to come along. I saw a list of her sexual fantasies, but clicked away after seeing consensual non-consent, which I already knew about. I wanted to find that out organically. That still left the problem of what to do about my revenge plot. I wanted to break Sarah and Steve to make them pay for hurting me. I wanted them to suffer. Dana had said she was willing to help, but I was a little worried. I brought up her input box and began typing, you enjoy sexual cruelty. You want to help with my revenge plan because you enjoy the idea of ruining others. In the shower, I had another thought half my fun had come for letting things play out mostly organically. I enjoyed tweaking things to set the stage, but not just turning women into mindless cum sluts. It was better when they still had some personality and could actually interact. After my shower I went back to Dana's profile and deleted my earlier input, and typed in a new order, You will never tell anyone about me, or what we do, no matter what. You will keep my secrets to the grave. There I thought. Now I could tell her about the Master PC if I wanted to, without worry of her going to the authorities either today or in five years. If she was on board with my revenge plans, great. But if she wasn't, I'd deal with that when the time came without worry of detection. Speaking of the revenge plan, it was time to get in touch with Sarah. I picked up my phone and dialed her number. Hi, she answered brightly. It's great to hear from you, it's been so long. Yeah, it's been a while. I responded, thinking, Been a while since you and my best friend stole my life's work and ran off together. She made a bit of cheerful small talk before making her move. So, I was hoping I could see you. Have you ever been to the Caribbean? Ah, no, can't say I have. Things have been good for Esty, my husband, and I. She'd almost said Steve, but caught herself. We have a private island with a nice estate. Why don't you come out and make a vacation of it? That would be great. How do I get there? Oh, we can send our jet for you, Sarah said. First class, private, expert cabin crew. We set a pickup time for early the next morning. Great, see you soon, I said, hanging up. Just after lunch, I got a text from Dana. Can I come over? Sure, I responded. Thinking of some lunch break fun, winky face. Oddly, she didn't reply. Fifteen minutes later, I learned why when I answered my door. Lunch break fun was the last thing on her mind. She had been crying, leaving tear streaks down her cheeks. She threw her arms around me as I shut the door, her shoulders heaving as she started sobbing again. I held her, whispering soothingly, until she could move. I brought her to the bed and got her some tissues and a bottle of water then lay down to spoon her. What's wrong, baby? What happened? After a few minutes, she was able to speak. My fucking boss, Keith. He was always a creep. He's been insufferable. You'd think his wife didn't exist I've had to turn him down a dozen times, and, and, and dash. She broke into choking sobs again. I brushed her hair out of her face and rubbed her shoulders. You're okay now, Dana. You're safe with me. Whatever it is, I can fix it. She blew her nose and dabbed the tears away from her eyes, took a few deep, ragged breaths, and continued. He grabbed my ass at the morning meeting. Then, just before lunch, he called me into his office and said he'd fire me if I didn't suck him off. I was so shocked I just walked out. I don't know what to do. I can't afford to lose this job, but obviously I can't dash. Forget that you're done there. You never need to worry about a job, or money, as long as we're together. She gestured around at my small apartment, chuckling for the first time. No offense. But I don't think anyone could exactly accuse me of being a gold digger here. It was fair my place was clearly not an expensive place. I had been so devoted to working on the Master PC program for the last several years, I hadn't exactly been grinding away at the career. I reached across her to my desk and picked up the stack of checks I had set there, and handed them to Dana. Her eyes widened as she started flipping through them, seeing the ever-larger amounts and her jaw dropped at the last one the dean's check from the college's endowment fund. Holy shit! What is this? How did you? Dana, I don't know how to say this exactly, but... I have a talent for making people do what I want. She continued looking me in the eyes. I could see her thinking. She knew I wasn't telling her the whole story, but decided not to press it. Instead, she furrowed her brow and then asked, Remember when I said I'd help you with whatever your revenge plan was against your ex? I want to cash in my credit. What do you mean? Help me make Keith pay. I nodded, cupped her chin, and drew her into a kiss. Anything. We lay together for a few minutes in silence, just cuddling. Dana broke the silence first. I think we should go after his wife. I raised my eyebrows at her. She's hot. Like really hot. Keith is a moron for trying to step out when he has such a good thing at home. If I were single, I might be interested in her myself. I smiled but stayed quiet, letting Dana think out loud. I think he still loves her. He wants to cheat on her with me? Let's seduce her. We could have her tell him about it in the middle of divorce proceedings. I suggested, as if this were still just an idle fantasy. Dana didn't know I could make it happen with ease. That could be a nasty surprise though we wouldn't be there for it. No, I want to see it. I want him to watch it happen. Dana, how serious are you? If I could make that happen, for real, would you want to? She stared me in the eyes again, wondering what I was talking about, before deciding it didn't matter. Yes. Make it happen for me. I want to ruin Keith's life. I can do that for you, baby. Just tell me his full name and his wife's. She told me, then we cuddled until Dana fell asleep. I carefully extracted myself and went to my computer. Keith Roberts was 52. He owned the car dealership where Dana worked a gift from his father when he retired. The Master PC program also made it clear he was deeply concerned about his aging the usual concerns as one entered middle age and tried to sleep around on his wife in order to make himself feel young again. Excellent, I thought that barely needs any work to be ready. Then I looked up his wife Amanda Roberts. She was significantly younger than Keith, at just 34. She'd been a housewife for a few years after they got married, but now worked at a charity. It seemed she was pretty happy with her marriage no thoughts of divorce, happy with their sex life, no knowledge of Keith's infidelity. That won't do, I thought. I spent a while making and undoing various modifications as I tried to decide on a course of action for the night I wanted it to be perfect for Dana. I was interrupted by her footsteps coming down the hallway, making me check the time and surprise. it had been nearly two hours since she'd fallen asleep. She poked her nose into the living room where I was set up. It seemed she was in a better mood, as she playfully asked, I'm going to go shower want to join me? Hmm, do I want to go see the most gorgeous woman in the world, while she's naked and soaked up? Let me think on it that's a tough call. I joked, already standing up and dropping my pants. We scrubbed each other clean, then just enjoyed the warm water cascading down our naked bodies. I could tell she had something on her mind, but I didn't want to press. I just stayed silent and gave her time. Finally she blurted out, What did you think about raping my ass? Ah, dash! I mean, play-raping. In front of Brad. Was that too much? I kissed her softly and reached down to cup both perfect spheres of her bare ass. Dana, that was amazing. You're an incredibly sexy woman, and that was an amazing experience. She blushed. I was worried it might be, you know, a little much. A bit weird, pretending to be forced? She paused, gathering her thoughts, then continued. But stuff, or the roleplay thing, were both new to me but it just felt natural in the moment. I just wanted you to know I'm not normally that kind of girl, and you don't have to worry about me being. She trailed off. You don't have to apologize for your kinks, girl. And besides, as much as you like playing being forced, I like play-forcing you at least as much. We both grinned and she blushed again. I started sinking to my knees in front of her, kissing my way down her body the hot water washing over both of us. In fact, I liked it so much, I was thinking maybe you should tell me more about that fantasy. Or any other fantasy of yours. With that I dove in, giving her clit a wide open-mouthed kiss. Ooh. Hmm. I like it when I want you to force me. Other scenarios, same premise. I imagine walking home after work and hearing footsteps behind me. I owe try to ignore them and walk faster, but they stay with me. I cross the street and pass through a crowd, and think I've lost them, but suddenly I'm all alone on the street again and I can hear the heavy footsteps behind me again. I know what's going to happen before it does, and I know I can't stop it. She had leaned her head and shoulders back against the tile of the shower. I gently pushed her knees apart, giving me more room to feast. What's going to happen? I asked before giving her a long, slow lick from her pussy opening all the way up, circling her clit again. They're going to grab me by by my hair and push me into an alley. I tried to cry for help but they cover my mouth from behind. They tear my dress off, ripping it away from my body in the rain. It's raining. And then they put a hand between my shoulder blades, shoving me up against the cold brick. Just take it and you won't get hurt, you'd say. She kept alternating between. You and they. So horny she couldn't keep straight whether this was a generic fantasy or about me specifically. But I wasn't going to stop and correct her. I reached my hands up and began caressing her wet, bare breasts. The water from the shower was running over them, down their well-formed spheres, and dropping off her hard nipples. I can feel the cold, rough brick against my breasts. You pull my panties to the side and push your cock into me. I'm not wet end and and you're so big, but they don't care if it hurts. They just shove it in, and I moan. They grab one of my hips with one hand, still holding me against the alley wall, and pull me, making me fuck them back. When it's done, I can feel their cum oozing out of my cunt This one? I interrupted, pushing two fingers into her, keeping up my oral assault. Uh-huh, yeah, baby I feel it dripping out of me while they run away. I just sit in the rain in the dirty alley, then put my coat on and finish walking home, with just my underwear on underneath. I feel so violated, but so turned on I've never come that hard, and I never even saw his face. I started to pull back as she finished sharing her fantasy, but she grabbed me by the head. Don't you dare. I'm so close. Please make me come. Keep talking, then. I went back to work. Oh, fuck. I can't mm, MM I can't talk when you're doing this to me. I started pulling away again, and she put her hands on my shoulders. Okay, okay, another fantasy? I'm living with my husband. He has poker night, so I'm home alone. I hear a knock at the door, and recognize one of his poker friends, so I let him in. He's handsome, and I know he likes me sometimes when he's over I catch him looking at me just a little too long. But he's always been a gentleman. But today, he tells me my husband got drunk, and was telling stories he shouldn't have. About how good I am in bed. And the friend got all worked up, and came to see if they were Jesus Christ, baby if they're true. I decided it was time to finish her off. I stopped alternating, and went to a steady pattern. My fingers rhythmically thrust in and out of her while my tongue took steady, soft strokes across her clit. I say I'd never do that, I'm so insulted. And try to throw him out but he shows me an I.O.U. from my husband. He got drunk and lost big. The friend says he will don't stop wipe it clean. So I don't have a choice. But but it's not forced. Not like the first one. So I bring him to the bed my husband's bed and get on my knees. He's so cocky. He's smiling. Getting what he always wanted. I hate him. But I also know I'm going to love it too. He makes me fuck dash. I could feel the vice grip on my fingers getting tighter. Here it was. I started pressing harder with my fingers and tongue, pushing her over the edge. He makes me me oh god baby I'm gonna come I'm gonna me a thing. Her leg quivered and shook and gave out under her I had to catch her as she fell. After she caught her breath I reached up and shut off the water. That sounds amazing. Those both sound very hot. They're not weird and you shouldn't be ashamed of them and I definitely want to help you make them come true sometime. I remembered the two hours I'd sat in front of the computer, trying to think of how to construct the perfect fantasy for her. But let's talk about tonight. What does this look like for you? Why? Because I can make it happen, exactly as you want. Exactly. We dried off and went back to my living room. I opened the Master PC program and entered a few quick commands, making it so that, for the next hour... All changes entered would be undone in twenty-four hours. Then I opened Dana's profile and made sure the text about keeping my secrets was still there. I locked it in for the next twenty-four hours, even I couldn't undo it. Then I took a deep breath and brought her over. I have something to show you. Later that night, I drove us downtown and circled the block, looking for a parking spot. Are you sure about this? Last chance, baby. She nodded. I can't wait. I think you're going to love it. Are you going to tell me what your plan is? Oh, I almost forgot. She reached in her pocket and handed me a printed set of instructions, step by step, for the evening. I glanced it over and then looked back at her. She smiled. I snared Keith easily enough. He's so dumb, he wasn't a bit suspicious when I texted him, even though I'd stormed off earlier. I could believe it. She was gorgeous she wouldn't have to work hard to get me to do nearly anything. She had put on her earlier work clothes again, but she still looked stunning. She wore a knee-length pencil skirt, tight enough to still show off her strong legs and alluring ass. Her top was office appropriate, but couldn't help but showcase her tremendous breasts. She had done her hair up, reapplied her makeup, and put on a wet, shiny lip gloss. She laid out the first bit of her plan as we walked to the crosswalk. I'll go meet Keith, and take him up to the room number 784. You go across to that bar dash. She pointed at an upscale-looking winery across the way. Find and seduce his wife, and bring her up. I already booked the room here at the getaway hotel. Are you sure you wouldn't rather just us two go up there alone? I wrapped an arm around her waist and pulled her closer. I don't think I want to let you out of my sight, much less seduce anyone else. I promise you are going to have a good time. And if you don't, when we are done and get back, I will make it up to you for as long as it takes. She giggled and clutched my dick over my pants. Don't take too long, seducing. I don't think you'll find it too difficult. You have a bit of a head start. Now go. I'll see you soon. We split at the crosswalk, her heading back to the getaway and me heading across the street. I was nervous. I'd let Dana set up the whole thing with the masterpiece see what if this was all some sort of elaborate trap for me, and I was about to be ambushed by the authorities. What if she had looked herself up, found what I'd done, and thirty bruisers with hammers were about to take me apart piece by piece? What if she had found a way past my block, messed with my mind, and this was all a hallucination? Those and a million other what-ifs swirled through my head as I opened the door and nervously glanced around. It was a quiet, well-lit hotel bar, mostly empty at the moment. A few patrons were sitting in groups of two or three, enjoying evening drinks after some business meeting or other or wrapping up their dinner, when I caught sight of a single woman at the back. If I may, sir, are you here for Mrs. Amanda Roberts? A staff person interrupted me. I quickly checked Dana's note again, then nodded. Yes, it appeared I was here to meet Amanda under pretenses of discussing some construction work my company might do for her charity. The waiter led me back towards Amanda's table. I took her in as I walked. She was stunning. I clocked several of the other men around the room eyeballing her surreptitiously, and I could hardly blame them. She was wearing a long red dress, which stretched from her shoulders, past her hourglass hips, and nearly to the floor. It was cut loosely, but she had paired it with a belt, which accentuated her trim waist. Her face was striking she could have been a model. I squared my shoulders, attempted to feign a confidence I didn't fully feel, and walked over. Hello, Amanda, I'm sorry I'm late. She looked me up and down and smiled as I sat down. Her smile was bright and wide. No problem. I'm happy to make time for a meeting with such a large construction company. I was ecstatic when we received your call more than happy to meet outside normal business hours. Dana had told me to seduce her and bring her up to the booked room across the street. And I knew the ruse here was a business meeting, something about her charity, building houses for the poor, and my fictional construction company, but I was still feeling a bit adrift. There was a lot of information I didn't have. We made small talk for a bit, eyeing each other across the table as we each had a glass of wine. I noticed her eyes flickering down from my gaze a couple times, which I hoped was a good sign, whether she was eyeing my lips and thinking of kissing me or my chest or arms and thinking of something a little more physical. Perhaps we should really get into it, I said leaning forward over the table. Dana had said I had a head start with seducing, so I decided to be pretty blunt and aggressive. Here's what I am prepared to offer you a good, hard, drilling, I spoke softly, pausing between every word for effect. She looked at me in shock as I continued. Your buildings need foundations, Doug, and I can deliver a good drilling just to you. And dash, I caught her eyes and stared into them. Unlike some, I can drill all night to get you what you need. Her mouth fell open slightly and her eyes relaxed. She seemed almost in a trance, but I could hear her breath coming a little more quickly. I kept going. I am also in the business of piping. We can lay the pipe you need. As much as you need. Sometimes we send in probes first to lay the groundwork. When things are ready and plenty wet, then we pull out the probes and get to work putting in the pipe. Oh, she gasped. And of course, caulking. I think you need caulk badly. I was speaking barely above a whisper, drawing her in. She was hanging on my every word her mouth still hanging slightly open. Her wet tongue darted out and licked her lips just as she was about to drool I wanted to feel what it felt like to push my cock into that mouth. Aye, I do I need some cock, she said, then seemed to catch herself. She shook her head and pulled back a little. Ah, I should say my charity's buildings need some ceiling, yes. I can give you that if you'd like. Would you like me to give you some cock? She gasped. I.T. I think. I don't think this is quite appropriate, Dash. I grabbed her hand in mine and gently stroked the back on her hand with my thumb. But I think I need something from you, too. Ma'am? Sometimes, the drill shaft? Shaft? It needs some lubrication applied to help prime things to get going smoothly. Applying it evenly, all up and down the whole drill shaft, is crucial. Amanda's face was getting flushed, and her breath was coming in ragged gasps. She flexed her hand in mine. She licked her lips, saying, Yes, need to lubricate the drill, before dash, before it's ready for drilling, yes. I looked at her mouth again. I could see her wet tongue dancing behind her plump lips. I could feel myself getting harder as I pictured her on her knees. Lips open in a wet as I pushed my but that could wait. First I had to get her to the hotel room. To apply the lubrication to the drill shaft— we have to use some pieces of equipment we call lippers, or just lips. Every worker has their own sew. Amanda, could you help with that? Bring your own lips down to my drill shaft? She moaned and nodded. And then it would be ready for drilling? You're understanding it perfectly, Amanda. What do you say we leave and I can give you a demonstration of how it works? She stood up and grabbed her purse. I gently steered her to the door and across the street with a hand in the small of her back. In the elevator up, I checked the next line of Dana's instructions. Play sweet until she's in the room. It read, then take her. Be rough. Don't worry, you aren't a monster. She'll love it. I gave her some of my fantasies. So, Dana wanted to watch me play to Amanda's newfound kink? That worked for me. My cock throbbed against my zipper, begging for release. I reached across the elevator, gently cupped Amanda's face in my hands, and drew her in for a soft kiss. She melted in my arms. I carefully led her down the hall by the hand when the elevator doors opened, both of us giggling like school children. Finally, we reached door 784. As soon as we pushed the door open and stumbled in together, my whole demeanor changed. I pushed the door shut behind us, then advanced on her like a lion stalking prey. I roughly grabbed her belt, undid it, and tossed it aside. Whoa, slow, dow, dash! Amanda was cut off as I picked her up by her slender waist, shuffled a few steps in the dark, and threw her onto her back on the large bed. Her long legs went over her head as she cried in surprise. Even in the dark of the hotel room I could see her generous tits jiggle as she landed. I don't think I want to em, this is too fast! Amanda protested but I trusted Dana's instructions. I wasn't going to stop. I kicked off my shoes and tore off my pants, then jumped on top of Amanda. I kissed her neck and the tops of her breasts while my hands found the buttons on the back of her dress and began undoing them one at a time while her pleas became more insistent. Fuck, you're hot, I groaned. I need you. I sat up, straddling her hips to hold her in place as I used one hand to grope her chest through her dress and began undoing my own shirt buttons with the other, her arms flailing ineffectually at my chest. After a moment, I pulled my hands away from her and focused on finishing getting my shirt off. Her hair was a mess and her dress was pulled down around her shoulders, but nothing was too exposed yet. Amanda, you have a very important decision to make, I said. Seeing I was no longer groping her, she calmed down slightly and stopped trying to slap me away, just enough to look at me with some amount of curiosity. I looked upward, trying to remember the exact wording of Dana's instructions, then looked at Amanda and asked her, It's a given that I'm going to fuck your cunt, Amanda. And I'm going to take you somewhere else, too. All you have to do is decide if you want me to bottom out in your throat or your ass. And in what order? Oh God! she moaned softly. Oh, God has nothing to do with this, said another voice, startling both Amanda and me. We both looked towards a dark corner of the hotel room as a light flicked on, and suddenly we could see Dana standing next to Keith as he sat in a chair. A quiet, muffled scream came from him, just barely audible because all three of us were silent. He twitched in his chair, And then I saw Dana had duct taped his wrists, knees, and feet in place. Another few rows of tape went around his mouth. And judging by how quiet his protest had been, she'd gagged him before applying the tape. Amanda looked over to the corner for a second or two, then started trying to fight me off again, calling out to her husband. I locked eyes with Dana, who mouthed, Take her! I stood up and pulled off my underwear, freeing my swollen cock giving Amanda a moment. She turned onto her knees and started crawling across the bed towards her husband. I hadn't seen her ass before, really, but even in the dark and covered by her dress, I could tell it was a work of art. I stepped forward and grabbed her by the hips, roughly yanking her backwards. I lifted her small frame up and set her down with her upper body on the bed, her legs off the edge. No, please don't, she cried. Don't take me. Not in front of my husband! I grabbed the two sides of her dress and yanked hard, sending buttons flying as it was ripped to shreds. She was left in just a matching set of green underwear. Her brow was stretched to its limit as her generous chest hung under her, while her simple, tight panties disappeared between her tight-ass cheeks. I could see a large, wet stain over her leaking pussy. You see that, Keith? m m-m-m, that's a real man's cock. Dana was taunting Keith. He's going to make your wife take every... Single. Inch. Keith groaned and struggled against his restraints uselessly. Amanda was trying to get her legs under her again and keep crawling to her husband, leaving her ruined dress behind. I hooked a fingertip in either side of her underwear, and she accidentally slipped out of them as she protested. Oh, fuck. Please, don't take advantage of me. Don't fuck me in front of my husband. When was the last time you were that hard, Keith? Can you remember? Dana asked Keith, pointing at my cock. I was harder than I'd ever been, and looking down, I have to admit I was proud. I knew it looked impressive. I grabbed Amanda and manhandled her back where I wanted her legs hanging down off the bed, her upper half on it. She looked over her shoulder at me as I held her down and lined my hard member up with her entrance. Don't you dare! Nuhu, no, fiuak! Her protest turned to pleasure as I thrust into her. I looked toward Dana. She had slithered out of her pencil skirt and underwear, and was now gently running two fingers over her clit. We locked eyes and she nodded. I grinned back at her, pulled my hips back, and thrust deeply. Come on, slut-fucking-take-it! I ordered. She cried out with the thrust. I can't, I can't, you're too big! She pretended to protest but I could feel her hips slightly, giving me a better angle, and with the next thrust I was able to bury my full length into her. Give it to her, baby, said Dana. She was watching intently, eyes shining in the darkness. She grabbed Keith's chin and made sure he was watching. I put my hands on Amanda's shoulders, both to hold her down and for leverage as I pounded her from behind, again and again, her yoga tone ass jiggling slightly with every thrust. Her fingers gripped the bedsheets, curling into fists. Oh my god, oh my god, she repeated, over and over. Keith tried to yell through his gag again as he jerked against his ties. You know, I don't think she ever answered your question, baby, Dana noted. She had shifted her grip to Keith's head, using a handful of his hair to keep his eyes on the action while she used the other to play with herself. What do you think she's gonna choose, Keith, you fucking asshole? Where is your wife going to choose to get fucked? I slapped Amanda's ass, making her moan. I could tell she was close to coming as her pussy tightened on my cock it was getting harder and harder for her to pretend she wasn't loving every moment of this. What do you want next, whore? You gonna suck my cock or give me your back door? No, I can't. You're gonna make me, oh God, you're gonna make me come. I pulled out and thrust into her again, letting her feel every inch, making her moan again. I ran my thumb around her lips, then pushed it into her mouth as I kept fucking her. Give me a sample of your mouth, Amanda. Show me how you suck a cock. Immediately, she started swirling her tongue around my invading thumb, sucking it deeper into the back of her mouth. Mmm, hmm She moaned around it. I could feel her pussy getting tighter still she was on the edge. When's the last time she sucked your dick, Keith? Can you remember? Now look at her she's begging for it. I bet she wishes that thumb were a cock in her mouth for real. Taunted Dana. I looked at her. Fuck, I'm close, Dana. I'm gonna fucking come. Do it. Come in her in front of her husband. Fill her up, baby. Amanda bucked her hips back against me with renewed vigor, trying to push me over the edge. I pulled my wet thumb from her mouth and brought my hand back, slapping her ass again. I can tell you're close let me feel you come on my dick you whore. Come for me, come. I ordered her. I could feel her pussy start to spasm immediately. Her hips bucked wildly and she buried her face in the sheets as she came, screaming incoherently. I looked down at her asshole and without warning forced my wet thumb in as far as it would go. Fuck I want your ass. I want to fuck your ass, you slew I cried as I came. I buried my cock in her as far as it would go, my head tossed back. My hard cock pulsed in her, shooting wad after wad after wad deep into her tight canal. I collapsed on top of her. I was brought back down to earth by Dana slowly clapping in the corner. Amanda giggled and looked through her messy hair at me, biting a fingernail. That was quite a show, Dana exclaimed. She crossed the hotel room and flipped on another light switch, letting us all clearly see each other for the first time. Then she walked to me and gave me a big kiss. Well done, champ, but I think the poor girl has had enough for the moment. I looked down, Dana's hands were on my hips. I still felt like I had just woken from a long dream. It took me a moment to figure out she was encouraging me to pull out of Amanda. Oh, sorry, I said. I slowly pulled my thumb from her ass and began pulling my shaft out of her with a quiet squelch. Amanda giggled again and raised her hips. No, no problem at all. In the corner, Keith had gone silent for a while, but had now switched from making outrage yells to confused sounds through his gag. Dana put a hand on my chest and gently pushed me backwards onto the bed. Go ahead and lie down, baby. She smiled. Amanda started getting up on her hands and knees, and Dana took the opportunity to push two fingers into her from behind, scooping up a combination of our juices and suck it off. Amanda flopped on the bed next to me. She gestured toward Keith. Do you think we should talk to him yet? Dana looked over at him, then at me. No, not yet I think our mouths have more important work to do right now. Amanda giggled and looked at me. My, your girl is dirty. She reached over and grabbed my cock, still slick with both of our cum, by the base and gave it a slight wave. If I didn't know better, I'd think she were suggesting that she and I suck your cock. I looked across the room at Keith. Would that be okay with you, Keith? If your wife sucked my cock? Amanda and Dana looked at him too, waiting for his response. He fought against his restraints so hard I thought he might tip the chair over. His eyes were wide in protest. His brow beaded with sweat. Just go ahead and let me know if that would be a problem for you, okay? I jeered. He was clearly trying desperately to yell loudly, but only the tiniest whimper escaped. What's that, bud? Dana asked. Couldn't quite make it out, agreed Amanda. Must mean it's okay. She opened her mouth and started leaning forward, but Dana stopped her with a finger to her forehead. Me first, girl he's still my man, after all. Amanda acquiesced with a mock sigh and pointed the head of my hard cock, still wet in her cum juices, toward Dana. I could see Dana's mouth open as she considered her line of attack. Her lips looked soft and pillowy plump with arousal. I can't wait to feel your lips around my shaft, baby. I encouraged. Her tongue slowly crept out and took a gentle swipe at my head, tasting Amanda's and my intermixed cum. Mmm. She commented. Then she paused again, examining my cock in Amanda's hand from every angle. She seemed in no hurry she was enjoying going slow and making me wait. I was sitting up against the head of the bed, the two women on their stomachs, side by side, their hair cascading over their shoulders and over my thighs. My gaze traveled down their well-sculpted forms, from their muscular backs to the curve of their buttocks to their alluring thighs, and the across to Keith. I shrugged at him. Maybe you should have been less of a wimp loser, man. Dana had finally had enough of teasing me and was lowering her mouth again when it was my turn to tease her. Mimicking her earlier movement, I put a finger to her forehead and stopped her head just shy of my shaft. She looked up at me, surprised at my audacity. Wait just a moment. I pleaded. Don't move. I jumped to my discarded pants, found my phone and got back between the women on the bed in record time. If you don't mind... If I let you take a picture, then you'll let me suck your dick? Asked Dana. I nodded. I think she's getting impatient, said Amanda. We'd better make it good, so she can get on with it. With that, she reached across Dana's shoulders and drew her in for a kiss. Dana opened her mouth and the two began pushing their tongues back and forth, then lowered their kiss onto the tip of my cock. I thought I might pass out with pleasure for a moment, but I managed to get a picture to commemorate the occasion one close-up and another including Keith in the background. I sent the tame, one just the close-up to Julie. Thinking of you and your sister, I added. I sent both copies to Madison, Julie's more adventurous twin. Bad news, I'm afraid watching you lick my come off your sister's chin has been supplanted as the sexiest thing I've ever seen. Dana brought my attention back to the moment. She had gathered Amanda's hair in a fist and was slowly pushing her mouth down my shaft. As my head hit Amanda's gag reflex at the back of her mouth, she moaned, and Dana pulled her head back before pushing down again. Just a little more, there's a good suck slut. She looked at me and smiled. I know it's a monster, but he likes it when you can go all the way down. Madison replied to my text quickly. Fuck, that's hot. What do I have to do to get invited back? Then, a moment later, she replied to herself. Wait, who the fuck is in the back? Is he tied up? Jesus, you are kinky. I set the phone down to concentrate on the sensations at hand. Dana had successfully coaxed Amanda into taking another inch or so into her mouth every time her full lips descended down my length. But she was still several inches shy of taking my full length. Amanda sounded like she was getting frustrated. I started reaching for her head to move things along but Dana slapped my hands away. She took Amanda's earlobe in her teeth and lightly bit, then licked up her throat and across her ear. Then she looked at me and began whispering in her ear. Amanda's eyes flicked up from her work to meet mine as she moaned loudly. Whatever Dana was saying, Amanda liked it. Amanda got upon her knees so her ass was blocking my view of her husband and redoubled her assault on my cock. Dana kept whispering in her ear. I strained to hear it but couldn't hear over the wet gluck gluck sounds that filled the room. Dana still had a fist full of Amanda's hair and sat up herself so she had better leverage. Come on, you whore. You wanna suck my man's dick and you can't even get it in your throat? She pushed down hard, not letting Amanda up. Amanda gurgled in surprise. Her throat flexed on the head of my dick trying to push me out, but she pushed through it. I think she's gonna do it, I think your wife is gonna deep throat me. I taunted Keith. Dana continued to alternate between audible encouragement and whispering something in Amanda's ear, pushing her mouth down my cock all the while. Whatever she was whispering seemed to drive Amanda wild. Finally Amanda popped the head of my swollen cock into her throat and kept going until her nose was pressed against my pubic hairs. She let out a muffled gurgle of triumph and tried to come up for air, but again Dana kept her down. Not yet you gonna ask him? He'll do it if you ask, but you have to ask him. Amanda fought to raise her head, but Dana was insistent. Ask him, or pass out on his fucking cock. I swear to God I'll hold you here until you black out with his shaft in your throat, whore. My phone buzzed another text from Madison. I swear to God if you don't fuck me again. It's all I can think about. Amanda managed to nod as best she could, agreeing to whatever Dana had been asking, and Dana let her pull her mouth up off my cock. Oh, my shit, I didn't think I could do that, she cried. Dana kissed her. MMM, I can taste his cock on your tongue. But now you have a question to ask, don't you? Dana wiped the spit from her chin and heaved a few deep breaths before looking at me. My husband always wanted my ass. But I wasn't about to let him take me there, he couldn't even handle my vagina. Keith had given up struggling and yelling in the corner for the most part. He had been so quiet recently I had honestly forgotten about him. But he started making vaguely angry noises again at Amanda's jab. So anyway, earlier, when you pushed your thumb into me, would you? Do you want me to fuck your ass, Amanda? She needs a man's dick to take care of her, said Dana pointedly. I'd love to. I drew Amanda up, so we were both on our knees, me facing toward the foot of the bed and Keith, her back facing him. I wrapped my arms around her waist and kissed her, feeling her chest press against me as she rested her hands on my shoulders. I heard a ripping sound and opened my eyes. There's just one more thing, said Dana. She was pulling a length of duct tape off the roll. She roughly pulled Amanda's arms behind her and started wrapping the tape around her elbows. She wound the roll of tape around Amanda's arms several times until she was held in place from her elbows to her wrists. There. Amanda strained to look at the tape job over her shoulders, but was obviously unsuccessful. So, that's why it was so important for his dick to get in my throat. I guessed. Indeed. Dana nodded, then looked at me, smiled, and stepped behind Amanda. The best part about taping her up like this... It's not just that she's helpless to stop you fucking her as hard as you want, shoving your dick deep into her tightest hole again and again and again. Amanda and I both groaned. Dana reached around Amanda's body and cupped both breasts in her hands, holding them up like offerings to me. Look at what it does to her tits. I hadn't noticed at first, but Dana wasn't wrong with Amanda's arms tied behind her. A pleasant side effect was that her shoulders were pulled back and her chest was thrust out proudly. I leaned down and ran my tongue over Amanda's left nipple where Dana was holding it. My phone buzzed again, but Dana beat me to it. You have a job to do, I'll take care of this. Are you ready? I asked Amanda. She just made a whimpering noise and shook her head. I think I changed my mind. I don't want this, untie me, please. I looked at Dana for guidance. She was typing on my phone and I wondered if she had heard, then she held up the phone for me to see. She had typed a note. She's into CNC again. Go ahead, you're not a monster. Her safe word is anything nice about Keith. I moved my mouth to Amanda's other C-cup breast, thrust before her. No, I don't think so. I said before covering her nipple with my tongue. What? No, I said I don't, MMM, I don't want this anymore. I want to go. Untie me. Dana stepped off the bed, leaving me alone with Amanda. I pulled my mouth off her nipple and put on my best fake scary face as I suddenly grabbed her throat. It's a little late for that, slut. You think you can just suck my cock hard, get it nice and wet with your deep throat spit, and then leave? She shrieked as I pushed her over backwards. She landed on her taped arms looking at her husband Keith, upside down, as her head hung over the edge of the bed. I stepped between them and lined my dick up with her mouth again. I don't think so, slut. I need to come again, and you don't get to just leave me high and dry. Now open up. Keith, please. Help M-M-M-P-H. She was cut off as I shoved my dick into her gullet in one go. I gave a few quick, deep thrusts, enjoying the sight of her throat bulging each time. I pulled out soon, climbed back on the bed, and flipped Amanda over so she was face down again. I was happy to see my cock was nice and wet again. I also saw Dana's fingers were flying over my phone, but that didn't seem important at the moment. No, 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 Amanda, you promised me your ass, and I'm gonna take it. I've never had a dick as big as yours. Please, you'll rip me apart. That's your problem, slut. You don't have to fucking enjoy it, you just need to take it. She could hardly move with her arms taped behind her, but she was trying to wriggle away I put one hand in the small of her back to fully immobilize her and used the other to guide my cock to her rosebit. Keith, if you don't want me to ram your wife's shitter, you'd better speak up quickly, I said, not looking up. He fought the restraints so hard he actually managed to break one leg free and start lifting the chair up. He got it about three inches off the ground, then fell on his side with a crash. Please don't don't push your huge, hard dick into my ass. Amanda mock-begged. I pretended not to listen. I pushed slowly into her, feeling the initial resistance give way to my steady pressure. I pressed continuously until my body was lying on hers, fully pinning her to the mattress. Her hands were still pinned behind her back and crushed between us. Amanda was speechless. Her mouth was open, but no noise was coming out. I put my right hand around her neck, forcing her head toward her husband as he lay squirming on the ground. I whispered in her ear, Where's my cock, Amanda? Where's my cock in you? Tell him. You're in my ass. Oh God, Keith, his whole hard dick is buried in my ass. I kissed her neck and began pumping my hips, pulling my shaft out and pushing it in again, making her ass stretch around me. I kept whispering in her ear, prodding her on. How does it feel? Do you like it? She groaned loudly. It's good, yes, I like it. Go slow. Mm, yes, I like your dick in me. I never let Keith fuck me there. I feel so full. Why didn't you let Keith take your ass? Why are you letting me? I never let Keith have my ass because he's a pathetic, small dicked, fucking loser. I smiled and started pumping faster, making the bed spring squeak with each thrust. But you I couldn't stop you. Uh, You just took what you wanted like a man. What I wanted was your tight ass wrapped around my dick. I spoke slowly, emphasizing each word with a hard thrust. The bed was starting to move scoot across the floor under the weight of the fucking. Oh fuck. And I'm not letting you do anything you're taking what you want and I couldn't fight you off. You're raping my ass in front of my husband. And you're loving it, aren't you, you whore? I had one hand on her shoulder and the other around her neck and started using them to pull her back with every thrust. I'm getting close, fuck. Dana looked up from my phone, where she had been typing away, and set it down. Give it to her, baby. Make her take it. Pound her hard. Yes, yes, I love it. Keep fucking me. You're gonna make me come. I kept pounding her as Dana walked over to the bed, getting closer to the action. I looked at her. The bed scooted another inch or two across the room under the force of my thrusts. Shit, baby, I'm gonna come. Her ass feels so good. Dana shook her head, making me frown. She held up her folded instructions, pointing at the last line it read. Fuck her as hard as you want or can, but at the end I get your cum. I groaned, nodded, and kept pounding Amanda. She had her eyes locked with her husband. He's gonna make me come, baby. I didn't even know you could come from an ass fuck. You never made me come the normal way, and he's going to make me come in the ass. I kept fucking Amanda as hard as I could. The bed springs protested, and I could feel her hands taped behind her, clutching at me. She was right on the edge. I reached around and grasped one of her breasts, pinching her nipple hard. Come for me, you fucking whore. Come on, my cock in your ass. Oh, God. Amanda cried out and came. Her leg muscles twitched and her hips bucked at me, trying to push me over the edge as well. Dana. I called out. I knew I wasn't going to last either. I yanked my cock out of Aminata's ass in one go found dana standing by the side of the bed and grabbed her by the shoulders i roughly pushed her down to her knees open your mouth i ordered i grasped my shaft in my hand and gave it a few quick tugs then erupted dana was leaning forward to catch my dick in her mouth but the first blasts were too fast i caught her on her forehead then on her cheek before she closed her lips around the tip of my dick i grunted with each pump filling my girlfriend's mouth full of my cum. We both moaned, smiling as we locked eyes. Eventually we broke and I pulled my softening cock from her mouth as she swallowed. That was amazing, baby. I said, helping her up. I turned to Amanda. And you? Amanda smiled widely at the two of us and finally started giving me some real clues about what Dana had done with the master PC. Amazing doesn't quite cover it. Meeting you two a week before my wedding was the best luck of my life. Dana and I started gently taking the tape off her arms as she looked back at Keith. Oh yeah, honey you think I didn't know you've been cheating? i have been fucking these two a few times a month since before we were married. I had his come on my lips when we kissed at the altar. Oh, and I'm filing for divorce in the morning and you're going to give me everything, or else I'm going to bring your last few interns in and every one of us will testify on the permanent court record, to how you don't know how to please a woman. The fight had left Keith, and he just softly moaned. The three of us got dressed and headed out, leaving him on the floor to be found by housekeeping in the morning. The three of us said our goodbyes in the lobby, then Dana and I started walking back to the parked car. I put an arm over her shoulders to draw her to me. Was that good for you, baby? Happy about where things ended? She looked at me. Her face was lit up. Absolutely. She promised. Thank you for helping me stick it to Keith. Only one thing. Mm-hmm. When can we do it again? Chapter 06 Waking up came slowly the next morning. Dana moaned softly as I lifted my head, getting my bearings. We were spooning and my left hand was wrapped over her body. She held it in her hand and her bare ass pressed against me. I carefully extracted my hand and grabbed my phone from the side table, but I heard a knock at the door before I could check the messages. I kissed Dana on her shoulder and slid off the bed. I quickly pulled on some clothes as the knock came again, so I shut the door to not disturb Dana. Coming, coming! called out as I opened the door. Not yet you aren't! retorted Madison. Jesus, I wondered. Does this woman always look amazing? Madison cocked a hip and gave me a chance to take in the view, clearly knowing exactly what I was thinking. She was wearing a pair of tight yoga pants that made her cheerleader's thighs look amazing and I could only imagine how her ass would look from behind. On top, she had an athletic sports bra, which made her breasts look almost as big as Danis. She had several coffees and a drink tray with her. What are you doing here? It's what time is it? It's 7.15, as requested, Madison said as she pushed past me into the apartment. She was far too energetic for this time of day. You texted me last night? Said I should come be an alarm clock. You had to wake up early for something? I still had no idea what she was talking about. I certainly hadn't texted her anything like that. She set down the Starbucks cups and took a few slow steps toward me, then continued in a more sexual tone. You said I should come make good on my promise to lick your cum off someone's tits? It clicked yesterday I had sent a picture of Dana to Madison, and she had responded saying she wanted to do just that. Last night, Dana had orchestrated her revenge on her boss Keith, with the help of my Master PC program, which consisted of making him watch me fuck Keith's wife Amanda. As I had done so, I'd noticed Dana texting on my phone she must have set this up with Madison. Right, right, I said, nodding. This way. I steered her down the hall to the bedroom, opened the door, and pushed her in. Look out, Dana! She's a live one! I'll be there after my shower. I shut the door and left the two to get acquainted. I sat down at the computer in the living room and looked over the master PC again, sipping one of the coffees Madison had brought. Everything was already set for Sarah and Steve— my ex and best friend who had betrayed me. It wasn't enough they had run off together, they had stolen my invention and sold it for billions of dollars that should have been mine. I smiled today was the beginning of my revenge. Then I checked on Amanda and Keith from last night. Dana had done a great job using my program Amanda was already happy, no pain or other lingering ill effects from the intense ass-fucking I had given her the night before. She believed she'd had a great night of fun with her two old friends and was on her way to file for divorce from Keith. Keith, in my estimation, had gotten off light. He had laid a hand on Dana and tried to extort her, threatening to fire her unless she slept with him. Making him watch while Dana and I had fun with his wife had been fun, but it hardly felt severe enough for his crimes, in my opinion. I started getting angry just thinking about it when I noticed something else Dana had input that he would agree to the terms of Amanda's divorce, no matter what. Flicking back to her page, I saw that Amanda was planning to ask for everything. Literally. When she was done with him, he would literally not even own the clothes on his back. Well played, Dana, I thought. A loud moan brought me back to the present it sounded like Dana and Madison were getting along just fine. I stood up to shower looking forward to what would be waiting for me when I returned to the bedroom. A limo arrived just a little later to take me to the airport. You sure you don't want to come along? I asked Dana. She nodded. You go, have fun. I'll be here when you get back. I kissed her. Madison had left a while ago, but Dana still had a post-orgasmic glow that made her look even sexier than usual. Really, it's fine, go. Have some fun. Have some fun. Just promise me you won't forget about me. I promise. And promise you won't tell me about any fun unless I ask you to. I promise. One last thing? I finished tying my laces and stood before her again. Yes, ma'am? She grabbed my crotch through my pants and pulled me close, pushing her chest into my face. Tell me, who is the best lay you ever had? Dana Mitchell. I responded without hesitation. Who is the best, most wholesome girlfriend in the world? Dana Mitchell, ma'am. And who is going to suck your soul out through your cock when you get back? Dana Mitchell, I sure hope. Don't forget it. We finally parted and I went to the elevator, where the limo driver was waiting, pretending he hadn't seen and heard everything. Didn't want to let you go, eh? He joked. Seems like a fiery one. The elevator doors opened and I was about to get on when I stopped in my tracks Julie was in her cheerleader uniform and stepping off on my floor. Oh hi! She giggled without stopping. She strode quickly to my apartment door and rang the bell. I watched as Dana opened the door, pulled Julie in, and shot a wink my way. The driver and I were so stunned we couldn't speak. I stepped onto the elevator and finally answered the driver's earlier question. Oh, you have no idea. The driver steered me past the main terminal and drove straight onto the tarmac, where a small private flight was waiting for me. He carried my bags aboard as I took in the sight. Sarah had really rolled out the red carpet for me literally. A small red rug tumbled down the stairs from the airplane's cabin, and an attractive stewardess was waiting at the top of the stairs with a bottle of champagne. So this, I thought, is what ten billion dollars of someone else's money gets you. The pilot introduced herself, then closed the cockpit door and began preparing for takeoff, leaving just me and the stewardess in the back. You can sit anywhere you like, sir, she said. She had bright red hair done up in a severe bun, with a knee-length skirt and a freshly pressed white collared shirt underneath a boxy suit jacket. I looked around the cabin. There were several comfortable-looking chairs, of course, but also a couch on each side. I took a corner of a couch as she introduced herself. My name is Emma, and you can call me if there's anything you need at all during the flight. I'm here to serve you in any way you need, sir. I grinned, sitting down. She probably didn't mean it to sound as dirty as it sounded to me, but it was enough to get my blood flowing all the same. Emma was good-looking and her uniform was not particularly flattering I could only imagine how sexy she would look naked. I pulled out my laptop as we began taxiing toward takeoff. Out of curiosity, Emma what was your last name? I soon had her profile brought up and gave it a quick skim. To my surprise, it seemed she might have been aware of how her phrasing could be taken. After all it appeared that one of her biggest fantasies was to have sex with a client while on a long flight but she had never done anything about it. Seems like a real shame, I thought, not to make her dreams come true. By the time the flight had leveled off and the pilot informed us we had about three hours to our destination, I had some changes ready for Emma in the Master PC program. I considered tweaking her various individual settings, but decided to give a general input instead and let the program translate it. Input, you are very attracted to your passenger— and strongly considering finally acting on your long-time fantasy. You trust that he will keep your secret and not try to get you fired or anything, even if you approached him and he said no. You want to try to seduce him before the flight lands. Would she be direct? Shy? Proud or ashamed? I decided against manipulating things too closely. I preferred to put guardrails on the situation to steer it toward the conclusion I wanted but without so much direct control that I couldn't be surprised. I caught her stealing several looks at me from her seat a few chairs away, and after letting several go by I caught her eyes and smiled. She blushed and looked away as she nervously fidgeted with her uniform. I kept looking at her, letting her feel my eyes across her body, before I looked away. After a few minutes the pilot clicked off the fastened seatbelt sign and Emma stood up and came to me. Here, let me help you with that. She said, reaching down to my groin and undoing my own seatbelt. There you go. Wouldn't want you feeling too constricted. Thank you, Emma. I smiled. She turned to hide her blush, as if surprised at her own bravery. She walked back to the front of the cabin, giving me time to admire her backside. Perhaps not as well muscled and toned as some of my recent partners, but it was nonetheless quite attractive. I looked up to see she had caught me staring. Sorry, what was that? I asked. I asked, sir, if you'd like anything to drink. I'd have a mojito, if you'll join me, I said. She smiled but shook her head. I'd love to, but I'm really not supposed to. If Sarah found out, Dash, I made a show of looking around the cabin. Is Sarah here? It's just you and me, Emma, and I can keep a secret. She started mixing but asked. Oh, can you? What's the biggest secret you're keeping right now? Oh, but then it wouldn't be a secret, would it? No, I suppose not, but tell me anyway. I chuckled. I'll give you a hint, Emma, it's about you. She paused for a half second, then continued making the drinks. She turned toward me with one in each hand. Then I'm afraid it's not much of a secret. She said as she handed one over and sat down next to me on the couch. I've known your type for a long time and I know just what you are thinking about. I'll tell you what I'll bet you on it. I'll tell you my secret, and if it's what you're thinking, I'll leave you alone the whole rest of the flight. And I still won't tell anyone you had a drink with me. And if I win, you can name your price after you've won. She agreed with a nod and I said, My secret, Emma, isn't that I think you're gorgeous, or something much more crudely put than that. I would never be so crass as to simply try to talk you out of your clothes. My secret is what material is this? I reached between us and rubbed the back of my hand down her arm, over her boxy uniform jacket. Some sort of polyester? It's that I simply hate polyester, and I'm in fact allergic to it. I winked at her over the top of my glass as I finished it. She laughed, but stood up and shucked off her jacket, leaving her in her shirt and skirt. Yes, I'm sure you would never be as crass as to try to talk a woman out of her clothes. No, never you, sir. She took my glass and walked back to the front. This time I didn't try to hide it as I checked out her backside while she walked away. She caught me looking again. After a moment she brought back two new drinks. What is this? Is this a sex on the beach? I asked. She nodded as she puckered her lips and began sucking her straw. You wanted to give me a sex on the beach? No, I wanted to have a sex on the beach with you. It's a wonderful drink any time, but especially enjoyable with the right partner, wouldn't you agree? I could feel myself getting hard, and I spread my legs. She looked down, noticing my cock stretching my pants fabric, then looked back up at me. I'll tell you what, Emma, I propose another bet. I can do a magic trick. If I can get your next drink ready for you, Without touching that beverage cart, you drink it all down. She stuck her tongue out, licking around the rim of her cup to catch any remaining drops. "Um, um, I like a woman who will swallow, I said. She blushed slightly again, but a combination of the drinks and our combined flirtations were getting to her. She raised her eyebrows at me. Again I ask, what do I get if I win? She leaned forward slightly, placing her hand on my knee. Somewhere, she'd undone the top button of her shirt. I'm quite confident I can use this magic trick to prepare a drink for you without touching the beverage cart. I'll let you name your price if you win, again. Very well then, sir. Make me a drink. She clapped her hand on my knee twice, then left it resting just a little higher up my thigh. It's all done. It was ready for you the minute I saw you, Emma. I reached out and grabbed her wrist gently pulling her hand higher up my thigh. W.H. where? Ever heard of a blowjob shot? I asked. She snorted with laughter, pulling her hand back to cover her mouth. She was nearly incoherent, I thought she might fall off the couch, but she managed to gasp out. That has to be one of the worst lines I've ever heard. When she managed to get control of herself, she wiped away her tears and smoothed her uniform. Still, I suppose you may have technically won the bet. She slowly slid off the couch onto her knees in front of me and placed both her hands on my thighs, feeling my muscles. Are you going to hold me to that bet? No mercy? I took off my own jacket and leaned back. I put a pillow behind my head so I could enjoy the show. No, none, I said, shaking my head. She slid her hands all the way up my thighs to my groin and started massaging my hard length through my pants. You really want me to suck you off? Swallow every drop of your cum, sir. She leaned forward and nuzzled my dick. You're really going to make your stewardess suck your dick, get her blowjob shot off a little bit? Well, you did say you were here to serve me for the flight. Quite right, she said, reaching for my belt buckle with a smile. Well, I guess I don't have a choice. Sarah was waiting for me at the bottom of the stairs when we touched down some time later. Seeing her again was more emotional than I had thought I had to pause in the airplane doorway, grasping for the handle to hold myself up for a moment. It had been three years since I'd come home and found her gone without a word, but it suddenly felt like yesterday. She was standing in the shade under a large awning to shield her from the hot sun. It was scorching hot it hit me like a wave as soon as I stepped down the stairs. I was already sweating by the time I got my two small suitcases the short distance across the tarmac to Sarah. We paused for a few beats, taking each other in. She broke the awkward silence first. It's good to see you again. You're looking great. If I was hornier than I'd ever been and could only come by thinking of a certain person, I thought, seeing them in person would probably be pretty great. You too, Sarah. I looked her up and down. She was wearing a white sundress which fluttered in the wind, pressing its loose form against her curves. She had put on a little bit of weight since we had been together, which made her look more attractive. She had hardly been anorexic when we were living together, but the extra weight had filled her out a little, made her look more womanly. Her hips and chest were both fuller, and her thighs looked a little softer. She turned and started walking away, saying, Let me show you to your guest house. She led me to a waiting convertible. Powder blue, white leather seats. It took me a moment to place it. Wait. Is this the Dash 1954 F-Type? Sarah smiled and revved the engine. She put it into gear and we squealed toward a mansion I could see on a nearby hill. She grinned a little in embarrassment. Yeah, it is. My dream car. I noted. Do you remember when I told you about it? Ah, no, I don't think so. I could tell she was lying. It was on the way back from your parents. Your dad was being a dick, like usual, and I was frustrated. You were trying to calm me down. You don't remember that? She was getting hot. She licked her lips and glanced at me in the passenger seat. It might ring a little bit of a bell. You pulled over and asked me to think about something else, to tell you about something nice. You bend over the seat and dash. I remember, dash. You were pretty good at distracting me, as I recall. She glanced back at me, then down at my crotch. Thanks to my master PC inputs, she hadn't been able to think of much but sex in the last two weeks and could only come when remembering or imagining sucking my hard dick. She remembered pulling over and distracting me while I told her about my dream car, all right. She was still trying to play the devoted wife, however. Listen, I'm married now, and I'm I'm pregnant. Sarah parked in front of a house a few hundred feet down the hill from the entrance to the mansion and showed me her ring. It was enormous. It was made of three diamonds, a large one flanked on either side by smaller ones, but the smaller ones were still larger than any centerpieces I'd seen on another wedding ring before. He must be quite a guy. That ring... This private island of yours? This guest house here is bigger than most people's main houses. I said as we walked into the guest house. So listen. It's Steve. I pretended to be surprised as she continued. I, we, we didn't mean to hurt you. It just happened. I'm sorry for for back then. I sat down heavily on the couch. And Sarah sat down next to me. I just, I don't know what to say. I said I know it's a lot she nodded but that's why I'm so glad you could come here dash come here I asked to our island so we could clear the air and reconnect and dash come where I asked interrupting her this time she got my meaning she leaned back mock offended and pretended to slap me now now none of that I'm a married woman Are you saying married women never? Well, we do. I mean, I. But you shouldn't dash. I leaned back and put an arm over the back of the couch near her shoulders but not touching her. Do you ever think back to when we were dating? When you would, like the time I told you about my dream car? I knew damn well she had been thinking of nothing else recently, but I wanted to remind her of that. She moaned softly and leaned forward, putting her hand on my chest. I'm glad you don't have any hard feelings for me or Steve. I'm surprised you took it so well, and Dash. I seem to remember you took it pretty well yourself. She gasped and started to pull back, but I put my arm around her shoulders and kept her against me. I could feel her chest against mine I was starting to get hard. Now, really, I'm a happily married woman, and you can't be Dash. Really? You're happily married? Come on, Sarah. She looked me in the eyes. She was starting to breathe heavily. What makes you think that I'm not? Sarah, no one calls their ex after three years and invites them to a private island just to say hello. She still had her left hand on my chest, and I grabbed it in my own and started moving it downward toward my crotch. She looked down at my groin, only putting up token resistance as her hand crept closer to my semi-erect dick. Just think about it. I whispered in her ear. Think about my dick hard, just for you. Remember how hard I used to make you come? She moaned. But my husband, Steve, I'm married. I didn't let up. Remember how hard I got for you? Think of it. Remember the way it felt to hold my dick in your hand? Finally, she put her hand on my crotch, feeling the warmth. She felt the length of my shaft, the sun glinting on her enormous, jewel-encrusted wedding ring. Oh my god! she whispered. I gently moved my hand to her spine, right between her shoulder blades, and applied just a hint of pressure. She leaned forward, her head inching downward. Oh God, I'm so hard for you, Sarah, I continued, just barely above a whisper. Don't you miss it? Feeling its weight, its warmth. Sarah moaned, still hesitant, but slowly giving in. Its taste? Oh God, she said. She shifted in her seat, moving so she was lying down on the couch, my crotch in her face. She looked up at me with a bit of drool hanging from the corner of her mouth. Would it be okay? If I... I nodded. She undid my zipper and started pulling my pants down. I lifted my ass to assist, pressing my dick against her face, making her moan again. She nuzzled her face against my dick through my boxers, before pulling them down as well. Oh shit! Sarah said as my dick came into view. Aye, you're right. I do miss it. I wasn't fully hard yet, but that was going to change soon. Sarah held my length in her left hand, lifting it up slightly to place a kiss on the top of my shaft. Then another, and another. Mm, Sarah, that feels good. I groaned. It's so weird. She said. I hadn't thought about this, you, in years, and then suddenly it's the only thing I can think about. She opened her mouth and swallowed my full length to the root. Her wet tongue worked the entire shaft, from the head down and up again. I could feel myself getting harder as she worked me. She moaned as she felt my cock fill with blood, making it take up more room in her mouth. A few inches at the bottom of my dick reappeared when she couldn't take it all anymore. Just then, her phone rang from her purse. She started to pull her mouth off my cock but I grabbed a fist of her hair and held her in place as I pulled her phone from her clutch. It was Steve. Don't stop, Sarah, not unless you want your husband to know what a good cocksucker you are for me, I said. She started to moan a protest but stopped as I clicked on the phone and brought it to my ear. Hey, Steve, I said. Sarah's a little occupied at the moment, how have you been? I reached down with my other hand and cupped her ass. Oh, uh, hi. It was weird hearing his voice again. We had been friends for years, and then one day he stole billions from me and ran off with my girl. It's been a while, he said as I squeezed Sarah's ass. Yeah, yeah, it has. It's good to hear your voice again. I'm looking forward to reconnecting in a bit. But, uh, where's Sarah? I flexed my cock in her mouth. I was fully hard now, my hard dick stretching her lips. She wasn't trying to take me deep just repeatedly pulling the first few inches in and out of her mouth, and stroking my shaft with her left hand, making her wedding ring sparkle in the sunlight. Oh, she's nearby, I said. She's working on a hard project at the guest house with me. I squeezed her ass again, then started pulling her long sundress up until I could see it directly. She was wearing a pair of dark blue panties that barely covered her cheeks. I admired her flesh for a moment. Well, I'm glad Sarah's being helpful. I ran a finger over her pussy lips and up to her opening. She was on fire. I looked down at her as I continued massaging her over her underwear. Her hand was working overtime, stroking me up and down as she sucked on my head. Her tongue ran back and forth over the ridge where my head met my shaft. Yeah, yes yeah, she's been very helpful. I couldn't have done this on my own. Well, not as well. I tugged at the top of Sarah's underwear, and she lifted her hips to accommodate as I slipped her panties off. That's my Sarah always happy to help with anyone's problem. What was that? I had pushed two fingers into Sarah's dripping pussy, making her moan loudly around my cock. I flexed in her mouth again. Her tongue was working wonders, but if I were going to come, I needed more. I wanted to feel her lips deeper down my cock. Oh, nothing. Just Sarah. She, uh, stubbed her toe. I lied. I worked my fingers in and out of her, quickly coating them in her fluids, making her moan again. Yeah, she pounded it pretty good. Is she okay? If it's bad, tell her to keep it elevated. I muted myself, then hissed at her. Take it deeper. Sarah, I can't come like this. Then I used my fingers like a hook, drawing her up onto her knees while her face stayed glued to my cock and unmuted the phone. Yeah, keep it elevated, you got it. I'm glad Sarah is there to help you out. Steve was saying. She's always good at taking care of an entire problem at once, not just part of it. Sarah pushed her head down, swallowing more of my hard dick as my fingers began massaging her G-spot. Yeah, she's working on the whole thing. I agreed. Doesn't quite have it yet but I think she's getting there. Could you ask her if she's going to be ready for dinner soon? I was going to make some of my trademark sausages. I could hear Steve coming through the phone, even when I had set it down on the arm of the couch. I held the phone in front of her face and made sure she saw as I turned on the speaker button, then set the phone down on the arm of the couch again. I returned my hand to the top of her head and started thrusting my hips, taking control for the first time. I don't think she'll be hungry for a while, I told Steve as I fucked his wife's mouth. Her spit started to run down the sides of my shaft and over my balls. She's having a snack right now, actually looks like her mouth is pretty full. Steve sounded disappointed. Oh, well, okay. I can have the sausages ready later on then. Sarah tried to pull away, but I held her in place as I repeatedly drove my cock into her mouth. I was battering her tonsils with every thrust, my dick trying to find its way deeper than her mouth could accommodate. She knew I wanted to feel her throat. Uh, hmm, not sure I'd bother, honestly. I got out between thrusts. I think she's had her fill of sausage. Sarah continued working her tongue on my length. I could feel it massaging every inch of my hard dick as she worked to get me off, to make me come in her mouth as I spoke with her husband. Steve now sounded downright dejected. Oh man, that sucks. I thought she liked my sausages. I was sure I had bruised Sarah's mouth by now as I batted the back of her throat, but she still wasn't taking me any deeper. I could feel I was getting close. My hips must have been a blur as I held her head still and pumped away, fucking her dripping mouth like it was a pussy. My cock looked slick with her spit, and it looked like her face was getting smeared with spit too. Between us, I'm afraid it's a little dry, I said. She confided in me that she likes her sausage wet. She moaned as I hit the back of her mouth again. Finally, I could feel it loosen somewhat, and my cock had pushed a little ways into her throat. She had reached a hand between her legs and was furiously rubbing herself. I appreciate you saying that and taking care of Sarah, Steve said. You're a good friend, even after all these years. I was on the edge. I was going to explode at any moment, I could tell. I was going to fill Sarah's mouth with my cum. Her eyes were watering, ruining her makeup as tears streaked her cheeks. No problem, buddy, it was the least I could do, I said and hung up. Jesus fuck you're gonna make me cum, Sarah, I warned. I'm going to fill your fucking mouth. She moaned again, and I could her hand between her legs start moving faster. I kept tight hold of her head and started jerking it up and down in time with my thrusts, using her face like it was nothing but a tool to masturbate with. A wet sucking sound left her throat every time I pulled my cock out. I'm gonna come in your mouth and you're gonna swallow all of it for me, aren't you? I asked. I pushed hard again, battering my way into her throat. I didn't give a shit if she didn't like it. Swallow every fucking drop, slut. She gagged loudly her body trying to reject my shaft as it advanced into her throat. I just flexed my grip and pulled her back down onto my hard dick. God, that feels so fucking good. Uh, yeah, take it. I pulled my cock back, giving her a few thrusts of relative peace to catch her breathe before I pushed in again. I rammed my hips up as I brought her head down, her brown hair flying behind her as her head descended. With a wet squelch my shaft finally pushed all the way into her throat and her nose was finally at rest against my pubic hair her lips stretched wide around my base I held her there as she continued to rub herself her hand a blur as she flicked her clit back and forth suddenly she started twitching her whole body spasming as she came i could see her juices start running down her legs mm 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 she moaned sending vibrations through my cock as it was still lodged in her throat. She pushed me over the edge. Without a word of warning, I started to blast, sending burst after burst of my come-straight-down-her-to-her-stomach. Sarah started choking again, but I held her in place, forcing her to take my load. I could feel her swallowing, making her tongue ripple against my whole dick like a wave. When my last burst had fired, I slowly sat down on the couch again and let go of her head. She pulled her head off my dick like the breaching of a whale. Several strands of cum stretched between my cockhead and her mouth as she gasped for air. "Oh my god, bastard," she spat. "You fucking asshole." I was unmoved. "You fucking loved it," I said. Sarah did a double take. "Are you kidding? You think you can just treat me like dash? Like someone who just got face fucked while on the phone to their husband?" And came from it? She cut herself off, a shocked look on her face. Tell me, Sarah, when was the last time you came? Her mouth opened and closed a time or two. She was flabbergasted, unsure how I knew what I was talking about or how she should feel about it. Let's talk again tomorrow. If I went too far, I'll sincerely apologize, do what I can to make it right, and leave as soon as you want me to. You never have to see me again. But, If you admit you liked it, you tell me you like sucking my cock again, and you missed it all these years, then we can do it again. She slowly nodded. Sarah seemed like she was slowly coming down to earth and becoming aware of her situation and surroundings again. She touched her face, feeling the thick throat spit that coated her chin. I handed her her phone, and she used the camera to take a look at her makeup. She let out a rueful chuckle. You fucking destroyed me! I nodded and chuckled softly back. Yeah, I suppose so. You might want to touch that up before dinner with Steve. Oh, you think? Think he might notice something amiss? Or you could chance it, I guess. Say, has he by chance gone blind in the last three years? We both laughed loudly until we collapsed back on the couch. When we could talk again, Sarah invited me up for dinner. It'll look weird if you don't come for dinner. Just, this was a one-time, fluke thing, right? No need to mention it to him, because it's never going to happen again, right? I nodded. Yeah, for sure. Just between us. Dinner had more than its share of awkward pauses as we got reacquainted, but we eventually settled into our old rhythm. Steve had become something of a real cook, and, after tossing his handmade sausages for being too dry, had whipped up an excellent backup dinner of pasta and chicken. That was great, Steve, thanks, I said as we began clearing up. I really enjoyed the chicken and I think Sarah couldn't get enough of the cream sauce. Sarah choked on her wine and shot me a dirty look, but Steve didn't notice it as he was taking the dishes to the sink. Ah, thanks, he said. I bet you're wondering, where's the help? We have some folks around a few days a week but we don't like having people here all the time. Just felt too invasive. Felt like people were all up in our business, you know? Yeah, I hate it when people are in my business, I said. Say, Sarah, you've been coughing a lot. You have something in your throat? Steve immediately dropped his dishes and rushed to his wife's side to check on her. He seemed like quite the devoted husband. Would you get the thermometer? It's in the second bathroom, just down the hallway. Second left, then a right, and it's the third door on your left. Sure, Steve, I said and walked off through the mansion that should have been mine. I hadn't been paying much attention to his directions and soon became turned around in the labyrinthine passages of their manor. I found myself ascending a spiral staircase, and then in a study. The walls were covered in inane, live laugh love, type decor but that wasn't what caught my eye on the middle table there were several handwritten pages of lists, clearly done in two different hands. Taking a closer look, I saw a book called Building a Better Marriage. It was open to a page on, negotiating what's best for you and your partner in the bedroom. Holy shit, this is a goldmine, I thought. I looked over the handwritten list and could easily identify who had written what. I took a few photos to look over later set everything back where it was as best I could manage, and ran back before I was missed. I eventually found my way back to the large dining room and explained I had gotten lost. No worries, I think she's okay just took something down the wrong pipe, said Steve, still looking at Sarah caringly. I started to say something but Sarah cut me off by suddenly standing up. Let's go out on the deck for dessert. I had to admit, Steve made a mean cheesecake. Their back deck stood about forty feet over the sand of the beach, and extended far enough to stand over the waves. There wasn't another light in sight, and looking between the ocean waves and the stars above as we ate our cheesecake was an amazing experience. A couple times I caught Sarah eyeballing my new form. I had lost a significant amount of weight since we had dated, and I knew I had never looked better. I returned the looks, letting her know I also found her attractive, even though she had gained a few pounds since back when. She had never looked healthier. Steve, for his part, didn't notice the two of us trading looks behind his back as he was too busy looking out to sea. Could we all trade numbers, so we can connect even if we're on opposite sides of the island? I asked. Sarah seemed a little confused she had messaged and called me recently, inviting me to the island. After I had Steve's number. I brought up Sarah's contact page, then turned the phone to her. Does that look right? I asked, inviting her to review it. Yeah, do wait, she said, looking it over. In the field for her occupation, I had entered. Come swallow her. Steve turned toward us. The number sounded right, what's wrong? He was only a step or two away, and would be able to see my phone in just a moment. No, uh, yeah, that looks right, Sarah said quickly. Pushing my phone back to stop Steve seeing it. Great. I'll call or text you if I need anything. But for now, I'm going to call it a night. I left them on the deck and headed back to the guest house just down the hill from their mansion. On the way, I looked over the list the two of them had made for their bedroom negotiations. Steve. One more. Sex, in general. Receive oral. Give anal. One less. Hurtful judgments. Body shaming. Sarah. One more. Sex in general. Inches. Real man. One less. Anal talk literally never going to happen. Give oral its disgusting and anti-woman. Coming in twenty seconds. I chuckled as I read these over everything I needed to drive a wedge between them was right here. I could probably ruin them even without the master PC. But I was still going to use it. Then it hit me the Master PC program. I had used it to give them cuckolding fetishes several weeks ago, but there was not mention of anything like that on these lists. I laughed out loud these were old lists. They had been having sexual problems for a while. Speaking of the Master PC, I opened it up on my laptop when I got to the guest house and took a look at my guests. Steve was in the bathroom, brushing his teeth and getting ready for bed. Nothing interesting to see there. Sarah, on the other hand, had found her way to a side room, away from Steve, and was replaying our earlier encounter in her head and masturbating. Her arousal levels were spiking as she remembered getting used. Oh fuck use me! She whispered. Make me take it. Dump your cum in me! Her pussy convulsed as she came. I smiled, looking at my laptop as I wandered through the guest room, looking for the bedroom. By the time I was done preparing for the night and climbing into bed, she had rejoined her husband. Her arousal levels were dropping rapidly, and she had shifted her attention to other matters. Hmm, not gonna be that easy, I said aloud. I clicked a few buttons and set her arousal to high again. I wanted her ripe and ready for me in the morning, then I turned out the light for the night. I woke up gently as Dana spooned me from behind, her breast pressed against my back reaching one arm over my body to pull me close. I snuggled back against her, enjoying the feel of her body against mine. But her body didn't feel right. Something was wrong. I opened my eyes with a start. It was still dark. This wasn't my bed. It was still night. This wasn't Dana it all came back to me. This was Sarah. She had snuck down the hill and into my bed. Finally I realized what had tipped me off. Why I had been startled away, her enormous wedding ring felt strange when she had interlaced our fingers. Hey, handsome, she said quietly. She kissed my ear. I hope this is okay. Mem. I haven't been able to stop thinking about earlier. About us, Sarah whispered. She grabbed my earlobe in her teeth, gently biting, letting me know she had more than cuddling on her mind. I thought for a second, then grabbed my phone where it was charging on the nightstand. I hit the audio recorder app, but aloud I asked what time it was. MM, does it matter? Sarah asked. I didn't have to encourage her this time her hand started dipping downward toward my crotch. I ran through what I could remember of their lists, deciding which buttons to push as I wiped the sleep from my eyes. Sarah pushed her hand into my boxers, her ring catching on the fabric as she tugged my hardening shaft. Not worried about Steve. I asked. Uh no, she said. I want what you have. Here. She gave a light squeeze, pressing her wedding band against my hardness. She kissed the back of my shoulder. I turned around, so we were facing each other in the darkness. I lay my right hand on her waist, while my left hand traced the outline of her lips. She kept gently tugging on me, gazing into my eyes. What do you want, Sarah? Why did you come here? I want I want to fuck. I need to feel you in me again. We kissed, and I slid my hand down to briefly cup her ass, then pull her thigh over my waist. Mm -mm -mm, Wait a moment. She pulled away and pulled her underwear off, tossing them aside. I did the same with mine. Let me go on top to start I need to go slow. I tossed the sheet aside, giving her room to straddle me. She leaned down and kissed me again then lifted herself up and slowly began to impale herself on my cock. Oh, fuck! she exclaimed. Fuck, you're so tight! When did you become a virgin? She slowly sat down on my length, getting used to the feeling of it stretching her out. I could just see her mouth hanging open. Forgot what a real dick felt like, eh? I asked, making sure it was loud enough the recorder would pick it up. I reached up and undid her bra, letting her breasts hang free. I tossed it away and cupped both large melons, feeling the weight of them in my hand. Oh my god, you have no idea, she moaned. I haven't felt a man's dick in me in ages. She lifted herself up a few inches, then dropped down on my shaft again with a moan. Fuck, Sarah. I miss your tits, I said. I gently pinched both of her nipples, making them harden, and pulled. She followed them down as she started twitching her hips more. I leaned up slightly to catch her heavy breast in my mouth, and I began sucking. Oh yeah, suck my tits. Suck my tits, baby. I could feel her pussy stretching around my cock, finally adjusting to my size. I put my hands on her hips and gently rocked, making her bounce lightly while I continued to nurse. This is what I needed. A real man to make me feel like a woman again. She moaned softly. I pulled my mouth from her heavy breast and asked, Steve not quite cutting it. Oh no. Oh fuck me good baby. She sat up again and started pushing herself up more quickly. Now she was getting accustomed to my dick in her. I could feel her pussy getting wetter. That's why you really called me isn't it? You needed a good fucking like Steve couldn't give you? Mum that's right. I couldn't stop thinking about us about fucking. I needed you and me. I glanced at my phone I wasn't sure how sensitive the mic was, or what it would pick up. I jammed my thumb on Sarah's clit and rubbed hard, making her cry out and buck her hips. Say it again. I ordered. Yes. I texted you again because I needed a good fuck. Steve can't please me, she cried. You ever come like you did when I arrived? I asked. I reached up and cupped one of her breasts again massaging it as she rode me. She kept riding me, her hips gyrating as she fucked herself. My other thumb was still pressing against her clit. No! she cried out. No, I'd never come like that. When you fucked my mouth, and you were talking to Steve on the phone, oh god I felt so dirty, but so hot. I could feel she was getting close. Her pussy was starting to grip me harder, and her moans were becoming more frequent. Let me feel you come, Sarah. Go ahead, come on me. Come for my dick. I massaged her breast a little harder. She leaned forward a little, resting some of her weight on my outstretched hand, pressing her breasts harder into my palm. Oh God, I shouldn't be doing this. It's so wrong. I'm a married woman. She kept pumping her wet pussy up and down my length. I could feel my head rubbing her G spot with every stroke. She closed her eyes tight. Not just married you're pregnant, Sarah. You're carrying Steve's child and you're here in bed with me, riding my cock like some come hungry whore. She tossed her head back and screeched as her pussy clamped even tighter on my cock, as if trying to tear it off. She collapsed on me, unable to ride through it, but I wasn't ready to stop. I wrapped one arm around her waist and used the other to grip her by the neck, then flipped her on her back. She landed with a gasp with her legs still wrapped around me. You're not done yet, Sarah, I said, my hips immediately pumping. She just opened her mouth in silent surprise, overwhelmed by sensations. Her pussy was still spasming as I started to pound into her. I haven't come yet, I growled. I'm not through with you yet. She looked up at me in something like awe, her hands gripping my shoulders as I repeatedly drove into her. I had never been this forceful when we had been together my newfound confidence was a surprise to her. Take me, Sarah said, once she could speak again. She locked her ankles behind me, holding our bodies close together. Take me, make me yours. She had her head turned to the side and held to my chest, but I grabbed her chin and made her look me in the eyes. Whose pussy is this? I demanded. Who owns this wet? Fucking. Cunt? Oh God, you do? It's yours. Make it yours, take your pussy. I grabbed her thighs and pushed them up, making her break her ankle lock. I pushed her knees up toward her ears until she was folded in half, nothing to stand between me and pounding her unimpeded. Holy Jesus, I've never felt anything this deep in me. I grabbed a breast in each hand and gripped hard, enjoying their heavy, soft feel. Then I redoubled my thrusts using her breasts like handles to pull myself in at the top of every backstroke. She gazed at me from between her knees. Her pussy was clenching again, retightening on my invading shaft. I was withdrawing almost my full length with every thrust before shoving it in again. This is what you need, isn't it, you whore? A real man who knows how you need to be fucked. Not like a princess, but like a married. Cheating. Come dump. Come dump. She squealed and wordlessly arched her back as she came again. Her legs flexed tight against my chest. I kept degrading her with every thrust. I knew I was on the edge and seconds away from coming. Like a useless. Fucking. Slut. Her pussy was still gripping me like a vice, making thrusting harder. Every thrust stroked past her G-spot, making her grunt in pleasure. She braced herself against the headboard above her head and tried to hold on. Just a cheating. Ex-fucking. Whore. For. My. Cock. I threw back my head and came. I could feel my dick twitch as I shot my low deep into her, filling her cheating twat with my thick jizz. Gradually I came down to earth and let her bring her legs down to a normal position as I slid off her. Sarah looked at me. Her face flushed. Wow. That was intense. I smiled. Yeah, that was a lot. Really fucking great, though. She nodded in agreement. You're totally different than you used to be in bed. A lot more aggressive and confident. I just nodded. Listen, though, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Today. I don't know what was going on with me today. But you need to know this was a one-time dash. Two-time. I corrected. Sure, two-time. One blowjob time and one fucking time. Counted how you want point is, I'm married. Today was an anomaly, and it won't happen again. Okay? I sat up, got on my knees, and straddled her chest. I'd better get what I can then, I said. I walked forward a few small steps until my glistening cock was in her face. Then clean me. I ordered. Sarah paused she had been a little prim and proper when we had met, and I doubted she had ever tasted herself. She cautiously opened her mouth a little, and I grabbed her hair and pulled as I shoved my cock forward, taking what I wanted. "Um, Mmm, yeah, work your tongue, Sarah. Clean your cum off my cock. Good girl. When she was done, she quickly got dressed again and started for the door to get back in bed with Steve before he woke up. She paused in the doorway and looked back at me. I was still naked, the sheet loosely draped over my bottom half. Remember? Just a one-time thing, she said as she stepped out. I wasn't sure which of us she was trying to convince. In the morning, I woke up with ideas. I texted Dana I was thinking of her, then opened the Master PC program and brought up Steve's profile. General input, you will always interpret my words and actions in a benevolent light. We are old friends, you trust me implicitly, and you know I have your back. Then I decided it was time to turn the screws on Sarah a little more. I had already input that she could only come when we were having sex, or if she was thinking about me, I highlighted the last bit at hit delete. No matter how long she played with herself, or what she imagined or remembered, from now on the only way she could orgasm was through sex with me. I bumped her libido up another notch, then headed up the hill to the main house for breakfast, checking my messages as I did so. Julie, I like Dana. A lot. I hope it was okay with you that we... Were together. When she texted me I thought you were going to be there too. Madison, I'm so horny when can I lick your cum off your girl's tits again? I want to suck your load. P.S. I hope it's okay I've told some of the other cheerleaders about you. Dana responded to my good morning text. I miss you too, babe. Know when you'll be back? I'll be here when you return. Which do you like better? Two pictures popped up right after the message. The first picture was her in a casual outfit for the day. She was wearing the same jean skirt she wore the first day we met, with a white t-shirt stretched tight over her mouth-watering chest. She was sticking her tongue out in a playful, cute-not-sexual way. She looked gorgeous. The second photo took my breath away. It was not technically a nude, because she was wearing a dark red lingerie set but it was more arousing than most nudes. She was lying on her back on the bed, her head hanging off the edge and looking at the camera, her legs pointing at the ceiling. Her tongue was sticking out again, this time clearly inviting sexual thoughts. I replied back, JFC, Dana. Both look amazing. You're so incredibly sexy. Words can't do you justice. She replied again as I let myself in the door to the mansion. Good answer. Just didn't want you to forget what you were missing, winky face. Breakfast, as it turned out, was just me and Steve. Sarah is sleeping in a bit, he explained. I don't think she slept very well last night, didn't get a lot of rest. Yeah, I hear that, I said. Sometimes all you can really do is hump through it. He served me a plate of eggs, sausage, and fruit. I was thinking how would you like to go fishing after this? I agreed and shortly after breakfast we found ourselves on the open water in his fishing boat. We set our lines then sat back to wait for something to bite. I decided this was a good moment to proceed with my revenge. Listen, Steve, I have to tell you something. It's gonna be hard to say, but for the sake of our friendship, I think I have to let you know. He looked at me with a bit of trepidation. What is it? I pulled out my phone and hit play on my recording from the previous night. Sarah's voice came through the microphone, saying, This is what I needed. A real man to make me feel like a woman again. Steve looked like he'd been punched in the gut. I fast-forwarded slightly, then hit play in time to let him hear Sarah cry out. No, I'd never come like that. When you fucked my mouth, and you were talking to Steve on the phone, Oh God, I felt so dirty, but so hot. I'm sorry, my friend, I didn't realize you were married when she seduced me. I hope you know I never would have, if I'd know. I lied. Steve looked at me like I was his last light at the end of a tunnel. You're a true friend, I know. He choked up, his eyes glistening. So listen, my friend. I have a proposition for you. It sounds like things aren't all they could be for you and Sarah in the bedroom. He nodded glumly. Yeah, I don't think she's ever sounded like that with me. Hey, hey, don't get down on yourself. Women can be so different from each other, it's hard to tell how to act, right? How are you supposed to know what they want? He nodded again, then looked at me hopefully. Do you think you could teach me how to do that? I want to be able to make Sarah scream like that. I put up a fight. What, Dash? No, listen, Steve, I don't want to get any more involved with the two of you, Dash. No, it's perfect. Come on. Teach me how to fuck like you do if I can do that to Sarah. She'll learn to respect me again. Okay, Steve. All right, but only because we're such good friends. He stood up and embraced me in a big hug. Oh, thank you. Really, you don't know what this means to me. You might have just saved my marriage. Hey, no problem, man. Soon as we settle up here, I'll get to work on it. Said settle up? He asked me with confusion. Well, yeah? For making you the tape? Oh, sure, sorry. Yeah, that's fair, I'm sorry. I hadn't thought about it. He sat down and opened his PayPal on his phone. Don't sweat it, pal. I know you wouldn't try to screw me. He entered $100, then paused and looked up at me. I pretended I didn't see and looked across the ocean waves. He added a zero with a click. I didn't move. He gave a resigned shrug and added another zero, bumping it up to $10,000. I glanced down at him. What's a good private detective cost these days? With expenses, getting them out here and all, I wouldn't be shocked if they could bill a couple hundred grand for a job. What's a fair price for finding out your wife is cheating on you? He bit his lip and looked away. I mean, really. What's it worth to learn your wife doesn't think of you as a man and wants to be fucked within an inch of her life by an ex? That she let him fuck her face the first day they met? Steve groaned and closed his eyes. I mean, if it was me, I'd probably want to know my wife had left my bed in the night to go get plowed and came twice dash. Steve moaned again, breathing heavily. Then sucked his dick off, slurping up their mixed fuck juices like a cum drunk whore dash. Steve's leg twitched, and a wet spot began spreading across his shorts. I don't think you can really put a price on knowing that, can you? Eh, uh, pal? I turned toward the ocean and pretended I'd been looking there the whole time, and hadn't noticed he'd shot his load. Uh, yeah? I heard him at a zero to the PayPal balance, making it up to $100,000, then went below deck to change his shorts. $100,000. Not bad for fucking a guy's wife and then telling him about it. It was nothing next to the $10 billion I was owed, but it was a nice first appetizer. I kicked his expensive fishing rod loose, letting it fall into the ocean, and climbed up to the wheel to steer us back to shore. It was time to see Sarah. Later that night, after dinner, I suggested to Steve we have a guy's movie night. Sarah was a little miffed to be excluded, but played it off. All right, you two go have your guys' time. Just get up to anything too wicked. She went off to bed while Steve showed me to a full movie theater in their basement. It's a bit much, I know, but what can I say? I love watching a good movie. You want some popcorn? I started playing with the controls, figuring out how to play something from my phone. Nah, no thanks you go ahead though. He got himself a large popcorn and sat down in the exact middle of the theater. What were you thinking of watching? He asked cheerfully. Oh, hey, check this out, though. He hit a button on the armrest, and the whole room began to shift all the seats began to rise on hydraulics, until they were looking over each other like stadium bleachers. How great is that, eh? He was as happy and giddy as a six-year-old on Christmas morning. I walked up the steps to join him as I hit play, letting the film begin to roll. Yeah, that's great, Steve. I think you're going to like this movie, though. Wait a second, is that? That's my study. The screen was, indeed, displaying his study. His sanctum sanctorum. After a moment, Sarah and I burst through the door, kissing. I pulled her through the door, closed it, and pushed her up against it. I pinned both her wrists over her head in one hand and used the other to pull her dress down. It was an off-the-shoulder number that used an elastic band to hold itself up and it soon dropped to the ground. What the shit? What is this? Steve demanded, whirling angrily on me. Your first lesson, Steve, just like you asked for earlier today on your boat after you came in your pants, remember? I didn't think you knew about no. But, but what is this? I patted him on the shoulder. Just enjoy your popcorn, my friend. I think you're going to get a lot out of this. Remember you wanted lessons? See here, how I'm kissing her neck? Hear how loud she's moaning? A lot of women really like a good neck smooch. He started to say something else but paused. On screen, I was pulling myself away from Sarah and began to question her. You said this is his favorite room? Where's his favorite place to sit? Where does he come to be a king of his domain? Sarah pointed at a gaming set up in the corner and screen. me led her over there by the hand. I have everything there: PlayStation, Xbox, all the classic N64 games, said Steve. Steve, pay attention, man, I said. Keep watching. On screen, I pulled his gaming chair out into the middle of the room, pulled my pants off, and sat my naked ass in his chair. See that, Steve? A woman likes it when you establish a presence. Sarah was continuing to kiss me as she reached behind her and unhooked her brow. She squeezed her breasts a moment, then lifted them up for me like an offering. I started to suck on her sweet tit flesh as I reached between her legs and rubbed her wet opening. Sarah moaned loudly through the theater's speakers. See that, Steve? It's important to be able to multitask. Oh, Jesus, what are you doing to me? Sarah was asking on screen. Think you can tell what I'm doing to her? I asked, mock-concerned. Was the angle okay here? No, yeah, I can see. Your finger fucking her. The theater was silent but for the wet squelching sounds as I fingered Sarah on screen, still sucking on one of her glorious breasts. Oh, check this out, I said, pointing at the screen. On screen, I told Sarah, I want you to taste yourself again. She nodded and went to suck my fingers, but I pulled them away and rubbed her twat juices on my cock instead. She giggled and got down on her knees before me as I sat smiling in her husband's favorite chair. See that? It's important to make sex be fun, too, not just all serious business. I told Steve. I can't believe I'm doing this, Sarah said. It's so fucking degrading. Oh yeah, Steve, what's that about? She thinks it's degrading to give head? He nodded. Yeah, that's what she said. She got reading a bunch of books on feminism, and dash. Listen, I'm as much of a feminist as anyone what kind of a monster doesn't think everyone deserves equal rights. But if it's stopping her from participating in the bedroom, it's gotta stop at the bedroom door, you know? On screen, I had tossed my head back in ecstasy as Sarah licked herself off my hard shaft. I looked back down at her as she opened her mouth and was about to slide my head in. What happened to this being a one-time thing? Past me asked. Sarah shook her head. I don't know, I just... I can't seem to get enough of you. I can't stop thinking about fucking and sucking you. But I thought giving head was degrading? I asked, hand on her forehead to stop her diving onto my cock head. On the theater screen, it was easy to see a large drop of my precum forming on the end of my length, and Sarah's mouth started watering. She was practically drooling here. I said to Steve, unnecessarily. Sarah sighed on the big screen. I think it is. But I enjoy it so much. I can't help it. I love sucking your dick. You love it even though it's degrading? Yes. Yes. I never did before. But recently, yeah, I love sucking your cock. The taste of you in my mouth, the shape, it drives me wild. Do you want to suck my dick now? Sarah nodded vigorously, making her free-hanging tits jiggle. Yeah, I want Dash. Beg, I ordered. Sarah looked incredulous. You want me to beg? To suck your dick? I stood up and started walking to my discarded clothes. Wait, wait, okay. Um, I want to suck your dick. Can I please suck your dick? In the movie theater, I turned to Steve. He was staring at the screen, transfixed. This is a good lesson, friend, I said. If you can make them beg for you, it's usually a good sign. Steve just nodded, watching his wife debase herself. Back on screen, I had sat down in Steve's favorite chair again and was looking at his naked wife. Come on, you can do better than that. Um, please, please let me suck your dick? I really want it. I want to suck your dick. Yeah, you said that, Sarah. Why should I let you? What's in it for me? She was baffled. She's never felt so confused, but also somehow aroused. Being made to beg for what she still considered degrading, having to think of what was in it for the man as if the obvious wasn't enough was reaching parts of her she didn't know existed. Um, the blowjob? You can. I'll suck you off? You can come in my mouth. On screen, I reached forward and slowly pushed two fingers into her wet mouth. Sarah started sucking on them, running her tongue up and down the invader's length. I kept pushing until I hit the back of her mouth. Her lips were stretched wide and she gagged, reaching up and slapping my wrist. I shook my head. You still have a lot of gag reflex. I bet you wouldn't even take me into your throat honestly. It hardly seems worth it. I- I'm sorry. Listen, Steve is, he's not big. I dash. How big? Maybe three inches? What about when he's hard? No, I mean, I meant three inches hard. In the theater, I looked over at Steve. He was biting his lips so hard I could see a spot of blood dripping down his chin. He hung his head in shame. Sarah continued, So I just haven't had to think about that in a long time. But I can learn. You can teach me. I sat impassively, letting her fill the silence in desperation. Please, let me suck your dick. I'll try to deep-throat you, I promise. You can put it in my throat. I just need some practice, and you can I practice deep-throating on your dick? Please? I nodded, and she jumped forward. She puckered up and gave the very end of my dick a big, wet, open-mouthed kiss. She's trying to get all that pre-come up. I explained to Steve in the theater. I think she really likes the taste. See how her cheeks get sucked in here? That's what happens when a woman is sucking hard on a cock she really likes. That doesn't happen when she's just going through the motions it's a sign she's worshipping the cock. Steve just nodded as Sarah, satisfied she had gotten all my leaking precum, began her slow descent toward my balls. I don't know, doesn't look like she thinks it's degrading anymore, eh? I asked Steve. He just shook his head, so I slapped his shoulder. I said it doesn't look like she thinks it's degrading anymore, huh? Damn, look at her go. Yeah, no, she doesn't seem to think it's degrading anymore. Steve managed to choke out. Sarah's brown curls fell over her face, obscuring the view. All you could see on screen was her hair and head bobbing in my lap. We were both moaning on every downstroke, the sounds filling the theater with a rhythmic beat. Don't worry, buddy you can see more in a second. On screen. Sarah was already reaching for a hair tie she had around her wrist. She carefully began gathering her hair up as she continued bathing my cock with her tongue, getting every inch wet. Steve was staring into his popcorn, so I reached over and tapped him on the shoulder. Steve, look up! It's okay, you can see her face again. Can't see much of my schlong though. He slowly looked up. I had paused the movie and zoomed in a little. So the full screen was covered with a close-up of his wife, looking up through her eyelashes at me as if looking for my approval. Her moist lips were stretched around my hard cock, and I had moved a hand to grab the ponytail she had just made. Most of my dick was buried in her mouth, but a bit was still visible at the base. I'd hit the back of her mouth, here so she wasn't able to get more in her mouth very easily. I explained to Steve as we stared at the screen together. That's about three inches or so she still has to get. That sound about right, Steve. About three inches? He nodded and gulped. Yeah, looks like about three inches left. Hey, wasn't about three inches what she said you're... Never mind. Let's get back to the lesson. I pretended to be flustered, as if I hadn't meant to remind him of Sarah's recent revelation. I hit play again, and the movie continued. Sarah immediately jumped back into action. Inhaling my cock like her life depended on it. Spit was starting to escape the seal of her lips and wet my whole length. Every time she pulled back, my dick looked shiny in the light. Come on, Sarah, you said you were going to take me into your throat. You want me to make you come? You want me to fuck you again? Show me why you deserve it. Sarah moaned affirmatively to each question, then nodded and stopped her vigorous bobbing. She pulled back a moment to take a couple deep breaths, then pushed herself forward onto my dick, slowly attempting to take it all. She was leaning forward with her hands on her knees, which pushed her ass out. I grabbed her head with both hands, my fingers interlaced, and started pulling down. On the screen, Steve watched as the muscles in my arms flexed. Sarah's gagging sounds filled the theater as she hit the back of her mouth again. My cock is going in your throat. Sarah, the only question is if you're putting it there or I am. I growled on screen. Steve moaned, and I tapped him on the shoulder. See that, Steve? How I told her what to expect. Sometimes it's good to set expectations so she knows what's coming. He nodded. I held her tight as she tried to pull away, instead pulling her further down. Another inch slowly slid into her mouth as my hard dick forced its way into her throat. Sarah was filling the theater with wet, loud choking and gagging noises, but she wasn't fighting back. She started to raise her arms as if to slap my legs to tap out, but then she put them behind her and grabbed one wrist in the other hand. Oh fuck, that's a good girl. I was moaning. Take my big cock into your throat like a good slut. Don't stop. I slowly pushed the last of my length into her gullet. She attempted to swallow her tongue rippling down my full length as my chin rested against her balls. On the screen, my phone buzzed, and I released Sarah with one hand to check the message. I smiled, seemingly completely relaxed as Sarah's whole body tensed with the challenge of pleasing my dick. It was from Dana, my girlfriend, I told Steve. She said she wished she could wake me up by sucking on my morning wood. I set my phone down and let Sarah pull herself off my dick. She choked up a bit of spit and wiped it away with the back of her hand as she took several deep breaths. She was staring at my dick, wet with her throat spit. I think a bit of spit slime might have dripped off my balls onto your favorite chair, man. Sorry, I said in the theater. On screen, I gripped my dick by the base and waved it at her. You want me to make you come again? Put it in your throat. Sarah couldn't decide if she loved or hated my dick but she knew she needed it. She needed to come. And if the way to that was deep-throating my rod, she knew what she had to do. Sarah steeled and repositioned herself, fixed her eyes on me, and went back to worshipping my shaft with her mouth. She inhaled most of it, until I felt my head against the back of her mouth again, and swallowed me whole. This time she was able to go all the way. She looked up triumphantly as her nose pressed against my abdomen, My balls on her chin. My voice came through the speakers. Ah, fuck, that's good. That feels so good, Sarah. You're gonna make me come. Mmm, she moaned. She pulled back an inch or two, not enough to pop me out of her throat, but just enough to create some movement. Then she rammed her face down again. She repeated this again and again, using her throat to fuck my dick. Ah, not too degrading is it now, huh, Sarah? Now that you've almost got your prize. I reaffixed my hands to her head and took control. I started taking control of the pace, lifting and dropping her head again and again, making the ridge of my cock head pop in and out of her throat repeatedly. The theater filled with a rhythmic, obscene gluck 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 sound. I looked over and saw Steve had his head in his hand, eyes looking down and away from the action, so I paused the movie again. Steve, buddy, you gotta watch this stuff to learn it. You want to know how to please your wife, right? Like a real man? The screen was frozen on Sarah's face, covered with a look of lust and proud accomplishment. My dick covered half the screen and was clearly in the middle of a long thrust into her gullet. Steve looked at me with tears in his eyes. How does this help me please her, though? This is just you using her like a hole to get what you want. How does taking her like this help me make her come? Steve, my best friend, you just gotta keep watching. I promise you, when she comes, it'll be worth it. You'll understand it all soon. He looked back at the screen despondently, but nodded. I resumed the show. A rhythmic look look gluck gluck filled the theater again. Ah, uh, fuck, I'm close, Sarah. I'm gonna come. You're gonna make me come, fuck. It had been almost impossible to resist standing up and fully taking over thrusting my hips in and out of her throat, but I wanted to stay seated in the chair to rub it in with Steve. Sarah's head was a blur as I held it, pumping it up and down my full length. The swollen end of my dick was sliding in and out of her throat with ease. God, fuck, I'm gonna come. You want it down your throat or in your mouth? Mm mm, mhmph, M-H-H-M-P-H. Sarah moaned out between glucks. If I hadn't been so close to the edge— I'd have realized she was in no position to speak. I pushed her head all the way down a final time, hard. Her nose bent as it was shoved against my pubes, and I could feel her throat spasming, trying to push my member out. I came with an animalistic roar. After the first pull straight down her throat, I let Sarah pull back some, and she withdrew until her lips were sealed just over the head of my dick. The rest of my cum blasted into her mouth, letting her taste it all. Sarah slowly pulled her lips off my softening shaft and looked up at me, smiled, and swallowed. Mm, that was cough a lot, she said. I grabbed for a bottle of water and downed at least half of it in a single go now it was my turn to fight for breath. You look really sexy when you do that, Sarah, I said, drawing a wide smile. When you were leaning forward, hands on your knees, ass sticking out behind you? You look so good. She looked up at me, blushing. Her makeup was smeared, her lipstick rubbed off on my dick. Her lips and throat were bruised, and a bit of thick, shiny cum had escaped her mouth and was dripping down her chin, and her face had an unmistakable look of love and lust plastered across it. Theodormy looked at Steve and paused the movie. That's our first lesson, my friend. Make sure that whatever horrifying, debasing, degrading things you make her do, end it with a compliment. He just looked at me, shell-shocked. I continued unimpeded. So, what felt fair to you for this? You know, this relationship expert, gonna save you from divorce by teaching you how to fuck and saving your marriage thing you asked me to do for you? As before, he was confused about what I was asking about at first, but then pulled out his phone for an electronic payment. He again started with a one and then started adding zeros when I interrupted him. You know, uh, this is kinda hard for me, you know? Like, I have a girlfriend now, and I'm not sure how she would feel about this, really. Do you think you learned everything you need to know? He froze, fingers over the phone keyboard in the dark of the theater. The frozen image was still on the screen. He glanced at it, then up at me. She's never looked at me like that in my life. Not on our wedding day, not when we found out she was pregnant. Please, I need more help. You can't stop yet. I'll pay you, please. Help me learn. I drew him into a hug as he began to weep softly. I gently pulled the phone from his hand and entered five million dollars, and in the explanation box I entered. Relationship help slash advice. Then hit send. A moment later I heard a corresponding ding on my own phone. It's going to be okay, buddy. I told him. Continued in part three.